0: Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch.
1: Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast.
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
1: I'll tell you what it bloody is. It's the 50th episode. Mm-hmm. And are we going to do something about it? No.
2: Okay. Oh, well, well
1: done. Yeah, good job. Yeah, good good job. i tell
0: you what though, they laughed at us. They said, oh, we'll give them three episodes and they'll be fine. They'll be literally,
1: cool. literally no one was <laughs> thinking about us for one second. We yeah, did 50 right. in a row, sort of. We had one little one hiatus. Break. Yeah. It's been good. Well done, Charlie. Good job. Yep. Well done. Um, 50 episodes. That's all we've got to do with celebrating about that. You know what's coming up? Yeah, no, big d- day. Depends when you're listening to this, but hopefully before Sunday.
0: Yep. Sunday is? Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. You've got to look after the, the mums and the mother figures in your life.
1: I thought you were going somewhere else there. The Mom. mother. F- no, <laughs> the, no, no, no. Oh, the mother figures. The mother figures. Those mother Fs. Yeah. Those mother figures.
0: Yes, that's right. What you, got to, you, you? got to look after. Have you got? done a lot for you. You're sorted out. You're. I'm well and truly sorted. Yeah, because. You, are you like that with presents? Are
1: you? And presents and gifts and looking up. You know, you get You get ahead of time um, and get yourself. No, organized? I don't
0: get ahead of time, but I try to make sure it's always there. But in Mother's Day in particular, I've got a little bit of a, an advantage because my wife's a florist.
1: Ah, uh, is that? good or bad though i mean that means she's working mother's day like it's the
0: busiest time of the year yeah it is so look mother's day will be probably me solo going to a lunch you haven't, you haven't i was going to gonna gonna say you
1: haven't you haven't ordered flowers from your wife's company to her have you please don't yeah. tell me you've done that i reckon you have as
0: well oh for for my wife well yes, like the
1: mother of your children yes
0: yeah and no, i thought you were talking about for my mum um
1: oh yeah for your mum you would have done that yeah 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 but what no, about no, then? no i haven't like have you organised anything for you, the mother of your children Um, I feel like this is a no (laughs)
0: We've still got time It's it's only Monday today when we record this Okay,
1: if you like Okay, I'm just going to put my hand up and say Have not organised anything Yeah, neither of us. My mum's just just over from Victoria I've got the the mother of my children, my wife Have Mm. not done anything for either of them Okay But I'm here to say We got you covered
0: That's okay, yeah, we have got this
1: You heard right there Dan's wife is a florist And I said, you know what? I think we need to give our people an option at back chat, Yes. One, to support local businesses, but two, to sort your shit out for Mother's Day. So, yeah, what what's what, what she run? And what's she, what she been able to do for us?
0: So, for our patrons, yes, because they're very special people, yes. they've been supporting us for a long time, Yes, uh, free delivery. So, you go on the website, Fox and Rabbit. Okay, we'll, we'll put a link up on you know on this episode. Is it foxandrabbit.com.au? Yeah, foxandrabbit.com.au. Easy to remember. Good. There's a Mother's Day section. You order you use a user code that we'll put up for our patrons. Free delivery. You just—it's like three clicks, and right. flowers will rock up at the mum's door.
1: I feel like that's a pretty good saving. Delivery is relatively expensive, yeah. especially on Mother's and Day. And it's
0: easy; like you don't have to go and go to a florist, fight it at the shops. Like it's just done. It's like literally go now, go do it. It kind of so got me thinking, done. right?
1: Mother's Day, okay, flowers, easy kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, and they're lovely. Get the flowers, yep. but if you don't, even if flowers aren't your thing, we're not going to force you to go and get flowers. Maybe they're allergic. We've got other options for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe your mum likes whiskey. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, maybe. There's a discount code at, on for, over at Patreon mm-hmm. for our patrons for Whippersnapper Whiskey. Yes. The world's best whiskey mm-hmm. since we've aligned with them. Yep. So you can buy your mum whiskey. You can buy your mum.
0: Yeah. Oh, you want me to say it?
1: Oh, I was just leaving you some space. Coffee. There you go. Coffee. We just signed a partnership with Margaret River Roasting Co. Mm-hmm. Local business. Local coffee, good coffee yeah, for good people. Good. Yeah, that's actually their slogan.
0: Yeah, saw that on a sticker.
1: So um, not only have they sorted us out with a bit of coffee, you can see it's sort of lying around the set here. Mm-hmm. Got a uh, got a coffee machine yeah. behind us for the crew here at Back Chat. Yep. But as for anyone that just walks past the door, that's correct. I think we're going to stop white. the podcast, and start doing coffees out <laughs> of the studio here. But uh, if your mum likes coffee, we're going to put a discount code over at Patreon. Yep. For bags of coffee. Brilliant. Like, amazing. Yeah. And if that isn't enough, this could be the piece de resistance cameo. Mm. Now, if you ever thought of a great gift for your parent, wouldn't you think a cameo from Dan Const saying, Happy Mother's Day, Mummy. Margaret. (laughs) Barbara. Oh, sorry. Justine. There you go. Yep. I'm over there too, but I actually want to see some Dan Const cameos. So we got cameo. We got, you know, shout out. I
0: think they're like four bucks. We've got... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, but, that, but they'll
1: feel like it's more than that. Oh, that's right. That's what I
0: mean. It's an easy, it's We can easy do a duo. Something.
1: We can do duos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some description. Yep. So we got flowers, free delivery from Fox and Rabbit. We got whiskey from Whippersnapper. I don't know why I'm laughing. Like, women like drinking whiskey. Yeah. Coffee from Mugget River Roasting Co. Yep. Cameo for shout outs. What have I missed? I mean, hell, if you want to put a bet on, jump on Bluebet. <laughs> like, seriously. There's our sponsors. Great crew of people. They're looking after us. It's been very good. You are on Backchat Podcast. You can find us on the website, backchatpodcast.com.au. That's how you sign up as a Patreon. That's how you support the podcast. Patreon. That's how you watch it. Uh, did I say it wrong again? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if I ever say it right, it wouldn't seem correct.
0: Yeah, that's, that's true. I won't correct I, you I'm going to go
1: wrong. Back at Backchat double underscore on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, you can find us on YouTube if you just look up Backchat. We've got the algorithm pumping over there yeah. now, so you just chuck it you can just write Dan Const if you want
3: don't it'll slide. You can find my,
0: my secret channel <laughs>
1: um, you can find us on Reddit. I think we're still there. We are I always bag it. don't know if we're doing that, but yeah, very happy on now. so a new couple of sponsors there Fox, Fox and Rabbit yeah and Mullet River Roasting Co. yeah coffees have been good actually. Yeah, this coffee good. machine makes them bloody i was surprised it's it's beautiful bu- i don't know which way we can see with the camera but it's bloody beautiful looking thing yeah, back there as well it's
0: very nice thanks okay thank you crew Legends.
1: um absolutely love it back chat big week coming up this way big guest coming up fantasy
0: yes um why do you
1: why do you say yes
0: I'm doing better every week. I'm I'm getting better. Oh, you've and better. moved up. Yeah, of course. I'm getting to the top hundred, man. One thirty
1: fourth to one thirty second. No, no, did not did not play.
0: Um, I no, no. I think I had everyone playing. And you know what? Let me tell you this. Okay. There was two times this week where I got a notification on my phone because yes. one one guy was out from Carlton. Can't remember his name. Not <laughs> not important. And another George person, Hewitt is his yeah, name. Hewitt. Yep. yep. And then another late withdrawal, and I. Reshuffles some teams. Well my team made it's the right A bit of,
1: bit of attention's all it's all it takes. So this is for two grand final tickets. I've sort of been skimming over this for a bit. For the winners of this, yeah. as long as you've been a Patreon, God damn it. <laughs> As long as you've been a patron all year round. Yeah, for the for since we started the comp. Can't you sign up and then leave? Yeah. yeah. Since we started the comp, then you can win. Two grand final tickets if you win the Backchat Fantasy League. Now you're one thirty second. Charlie. Charlie's here. Um Good
3: Are you going up or down? I've I've gone down again. I was a couple of weeks ago, I was one one six. Last week one one ten. Back to one one six. Yeah. Not not a great week for me. Yeah. I captained Adam Chera. Didn't have a great week.
1: Yeah, Captain Adam Chera, the arrogance and like you just <laughs> wanted to rub it right in, didn't
3: you? I kinda did. It was fun. But yeah, didn't work out for me.
1: Kat, um cat's here. Cat, how's your team been going? I, and be honest.
2: Look, it's not great, but I am moving up slowly.
1: You're moving up? Yeah. Have you changed your team? Have you been trading? Be honest.
2: Yeah. You have? <laughs> yeah.
1: What sort of guys are you bringing? Can you remember who you brought in this week? You don't have to look. No, you don't get to look um, either.
0: Footballers. I just
2: brought out the ones that were injured. And good. The good ones that were Smart play.
1: <laughs> Dan brought in Maurice, uh, Maurice Rowley. Yeah, I did. And he went well. Yeah, if he ever goes that well again this year, what do I say I do? I'd eat a whole bucket of fishers. Raw. Raw, <laughs> said raw I, Yeah, well, which is how they come anyway. <laughs> so I just got all of them from Maccas. Um Look, I've, I, I'm disappointingly, I'm from 65th to 71st. I mean, I really instigated this whole thing because I love fantasy footy and my performance is just so disappointing week after week. It's, you know. I did, she a fair bit of flack, but that's where I'm at. Uh, the hot guys team. Yes, I know we're all very interested. Our favourite team. Yeah, she's dropped outside the top thousand, Alex, my wife. Um, Bailey Smith, Bailey it. Smith, not, not that attractive mm. on the fantasy field this week. She's down to 16th, though, in the comp. Did I didn't get out-mulleted good. by
0: The other chap with the mullet. I can't remember his name.
1: I didn't say that. I like a good mullet. But I have been forgetting to shout out who's leading the comp, who's got the tickets. Well, it's Scotty over at Team Ramrod. He's 8th in the bloody country.
0: 8th in the country? Yeah. He might not only get grand final tickets, he might win a Toyota, I don't know, is it Hilux? What do they give away? We'd have to ask Selby, I suppose. They give a car away, I think.
1: I mean, I will say, fantasy can turn very quickly. It can turn, your fortunes can turn. You can turn your team into a very good side very quickly. But if you've got a good side, it, it, the, the wheels can turn and spin off the car and you can find yourself grinding down a hill on the axles only. Very quickly. Wow. So congratulations, Scott, you first. I don't know if he's going to win at all, but he's eighth in the country, so good luck catching that. Okay, a um, bit of a whip around uh, content-wise. Roaming back chat on the weekend. Uh, how was that, Charlie? A 100 109-point point loss to yeah.
3: Richmond, the some, Eagles? Some quite sad Eagles fans on the weekend. One's sitting right here next to me. Uh, Miserable. Miserable. Very. You looked a bit sad, cat. Uh no. And yeah, you know, Tigers nuffies are always fun to talk
1: to. So you went to the footy Friday night. Um, had some Did, fun yeah. with roaming back chat. If you haven't seen that, find it on our socials: TikTok, uh, Instagram, YouTube. Back chat double underscore. But it would have been the next day that got you really up and about. I know you enjoy roaming back chat, but the Frio Dockers, oh, they are the real what? deal,
3: mate. I was so I was very lucky that I was actually nobody was in the house. I was just watching the <laughs> footy by myself because I was screaming. I was that excited about this game. Wow. It was great, and that it came down to the last few seconds. There started that goal started
1: poorly. You boys started really badly. I'm yeah. telling you right no, now, I'm, you were nervous. You're making errors you haven't made all year, and I was thinking, this is what happens to everyone who plays in Geelong. You just get this feeling, and I was thinking, I was watching just. I've been high on Fremantle. I said, like, this is not the way we need to do this, fellas. And then they just clicked into the gear. Midfielders got going. Got a great back line. They
3: reset very they well. They
1: don't really have a forward line. Let's be honest. They don't. They, they don't have this superstar forward line, but they kick goals. They score enough to win.
3: Yeah. Jesus, it's a bloody beautiful oh, thing, Charlie. Great to watch. I'm looking at flights for September. Friday night this week. First Friday night since 2016. That's unbelievable. It's unfair.
1: That's six years ago. <laughs> Yeah. I mean it means you've been shit for a long time. Yeah, but that's that's, that that's a fair cup. But now we're not, you know. Um I'm excited. I'm working Fox Footy on the boundary. I'm uh, I'm hoping Freo get a win because it means you get to interview the players on the ground you get to pick a couple. So maybe we could throw out to our listeners, maybe you Charlie, you're going to go straight to the top of the list, like, who I should suggest we speak to because you get to request as boundary rider. Mm. They come down to you with 5 minutes to go, the winning team. Who do you want to speak to, Scoey? get to go through the stats, find someone you want to talk to. So maybe we just need to get some requests in. Who should I ask to speak to at the Frio Dockers? I, I personally like, would like to speak to someone who hasn't played that well. Like, you know, get a get a backman who's had like seven touches because they always they always interview the mid... You know, Andy Brayshaw gets interviewed every yep. week. I'd love to get a Trav Collier, even though he's out, you know, Swidder. I'd love,
3: love to get a Brandon Walker. Oh, you like Brandon Walker? I like a bit of... He's quick. He's like bloody it. quick. Play yeah. with
1: walks. He's a bloody quick player. Anyway, that's enough about Freo. But they're going well.
3: I will say that I did see today a
0: couple of people just like trying to get all bold and going, that's it, Fremantle is winning it all. It's like, mate, you've been it to, for weeks. Oh, come chat, on, man. Dan, the lid's off. The lid l- was
1: off here five weeks ago.
0: Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah, and these people are making bold predictions now. It's like, well, make them at the start of the season. I know Anyways. who you're
1: talking about. Anyway, okay, we move on. Excitingly. <laughs> Another <laughs> little thing we got here with back chat, right?
0: yeah. Oh they- yeah, sorry, I'm just catching up. All right. After I listen to you guys ramble about Fremantle for about 45 minutes.
1: Such a West Coast supporter. <laughs> I don't want to even hear how good they are. So no, salty right now. Just, just bring on 2023, I'm done with this year. Bring on <laughs> 2030 please. Yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> Alright, so, new little thing here. We floated it last week. Mm. We, had, we were inundated with submissions yeah, So for the best worst Guernsey. Yes We're on the search Backchat is on the search For the best worst Guernsey In the AFL There's been some Absolute stinkers We had a lot of people Send them through And we've done it We've built a bracket For the people And we've got something To win at the end of it as well It's a competition Yeah so what are we are going to do? We're going to roll it out over socials.
0: Yep. Going to vote on our stories like polls and things like that on Instagram. And it's our going to socials. be a head-to-head matchups. Every,
1: yep. every every post, every story is going to be a head-to-head matchup and you're going to vote for your favourite one. We're going to narrow it down. Yep, it's going to be a grand final and we're going to have the winner of the best, worst, Guernsey in the AFL. And the winner, so we're going to draw someone at random, either a Patreon. Yep. You're already entered. You're in. Yes. You're the best. Or you can enter on the website or on our socials. We'll have links up to follow there. Yeah. You've got to enter name, email address, just so we can get in contact. Because we'd like to present the, winning, the winner with the winning item, which is going to be the, the best, best, worst Guernsey. Guernsey in the AFL. Yes. Yeah, So we're going to present that in person at the podcast. Get you wearing it. We might even wear it as well. Yeah, It's going to be bloody
0: exciting stuff. When When we started looking into this and, and we had so many submissions um, from people – I completely had forgotten about the Western Bulldogs, Thor, Guernsey. Oh, the one f- that they wore the first game at I mean, that, let's
1: not influence people, but there are some shocking ones out there. Hawthorne's got a couple of stinkers. Brisbane yep. have stunk it right up. St Kilda have absolutely had some shockers. <laughs> oh, that some, one. Oh, like, yeah. what I didn't realise was how many bad jumpers there have been. Yes. Um, Carlton's got one in particular that I really yeah. love. And that's the thing. We're not, we don't want you to vote with how much you hate them. It's like how much you'd love to hate them. Yeah. Like, how bad is it? It's so bad, it's good. That's right. That's and you know we what we'll win. do
0: yes. at the end of this? Yes. We'll make a petition that we'll, we'll contact the club and say, you need to bring this back for one game and make them wear it. Okay. I'm sure we've got the power to do that. I'm sure
1: I'll just, <laughs> I'll hit Gill up. I'll get in touch with the CEO of the club and say, look, yep. this is what's happened. Um, yep. We've run the. 33 best people worst have yep. voted. Yeah. Yep. No, there'll be more than that. <laughs> Don't worry about our listeners. They'll get right behind oh, yeah. this. So that's the go. The best, worst, Guernsey in the AFL will be revealed. It'll be a quick reveal as well. Two, three weeks. We'll yeah, get through it.
0: There's, there's going to be twenty. So there's only there is eighteen clubs. Is there? to even it up? Ah, oh, thank you. We're going to go twenty, and for the brackets, I sake. wonder who's
1: going to get the extra little, you know, little bonus, yeah. the wild card. Yeah. Maybe we should be looking outside the AFL. Anyway, we'll have twenty. Watch our socials. Follow us on Backchat, double underscore on Instagram, on Twitter, and on TikTok. Right. Do that there. Now back chat bets. Thanks to Bluebet. Um, another week, another loss,
0: another L.
1: I mean, we started so strongly. Um, I am really enjoying this because again, I don't, I don't want to be like, oh, we're trying to make money. We're going to retire off this. Don't have to do yep. the podcast when one of these comes through. <laughs> it's bloody good fun. I because, enjoyed building them. Yeah. This week, this week, the the thought that went into it. Right. So this week, bet one was a Rioli to score a goal. Yeah. So my thought was, we want to be alive after Friday night. So yeah. we couldn't bet on West Coast. No chance. Like, no line, no nothing. Nothing to do with the West Coast. And then someone threw out, there's three bloody Riolis playing. Surely one of them has to kick a goal. Yeah. In big trouble. Daniel plays in the back line. Willie does his hamstring. <laughs> yeah. And we're in absolute dire straits. I text you. I texted the guys. I said, this is ridiculous. What, who put this bet together? I think it was your bet.
0: It was. Do you want to text back? Mo will save us.
1: That's all you he said, and I it. was like, "No, he won't, mate. He looks <laughs> nowhere near it." <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, he what? Mo's covered all of them. He's kicked a goal for each and every one <laughs> yeah, of them. Three goals, it. the big fella. So he kicked us off well, yeah. and then we thought, "Got to get around the Freo Dockers," and we left this one to Charlie. Yep.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was excited about Josh Tracy coming in. You know, he's got a lot of nicknames. Uh, I was very happy, but I mean, didn't... before
1: you get there, I mean, Melbourne and Collingwood win. That's in that's in respect and honor of Shane Woode and played across those two great clubs. They both yeah. win. Tick, tick.
0: And we thought they'll both. They weren't. Yeah, you know, we weren't taking a, a punt with these.
1: Lockie Neal, past Freo player. We want to see him go well. Still though. Yeah. Thirty-seven. Did he get thirty plus touches? See you later.
3: Tick. Yeah. Just one to get Josh Tracy to kick a goal. <sighs> mm. He didn't look like a Charlie. He didn't look like he was going to kick a goal at all. He kicked three the week before on the waffle, and I was did just he, hoping he was playing waffle, Charlie. Yeah, I know, but you know,
1: it was, it did was, he have a
3: kick? I think he. I think he had one shot. Uh, I'm that a shanked. big I'm a big Tracy fan. I
1: backed you in to make it, but just yeah. just know that the entire bet went down because of you.
3: Oh, it's, it's, I'm disappointed in myself really yeah, Good Because yeah. I'm disappointed in you be too Just be better Anyway <laughs> We'll
1: have one next week If you do want to get involved You can find those on socials We're putting them yeah. up all, all over the time um, We build them pretty late in the week So they're usually out on the Friday Yeah can, In time for Friday night for yep, Get around it Sign up to Bluebet their, their links are in our Links across the uh, socials At Backchat too this is a good uh, little uh, segment we're rolling out at the moment, Fines. Yeah. And I I, I asked for a bit more interaction from the listeners. Yeah. And what happened? We got it. We bloody got it. Yeah, people we absolutely oh, I was a bit flat in last scores. week. Yeah, there wasn't, wasn't a lot of fines. I was like, yeah, oh, geez, "Maybe maybe people didn't love it." Yeah. Well, tell you what, people bloody love it. Go to our website, there's a form. It's easy. Backchatpodcast.com.au. While you're there, you can sign up for the Guernsey contest. Yeah. You can buy your mother a Mother's Day present. Yeah. And you can send a fine in.
0: We've got you sorted.
1: There was some Yeah.
0: Yeah, the fine section for me is almost like an airing of grievances. Okay.
1: Well, there's some grievances this week and yeah. I appreciate it. Liv uh sends in. Liv's find herself. So I appreciate it, Liv. Appreciate the honesty. This there's a two dollar fine. Um she's been way too optimistic about the Eagles. Yeah. And I'm gonna throw myself in that basket too. And Dan, I'm gonna ask yeah. you I'm gonna ask you if you want to put yourself in there as well.
0: I text the group Eagles are going to win this game I before-
1: <laughs> <laughs> bounce down, Eagles Hey guys, I've Here's just got cats. a thing. West Coast are going to win. Yeah, Six minutes in. Five minutes. <laughs> West Coast are not going to win. Yes,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'll take a fine. For all that.
1: right, two dollar fine. Um, she was similar. Uh, two goals. Uh, so they're at quarter time. Just kick two more goals and we'll be back in it. Yeah. Half time. This is going to be the most epic sixty point comeback of all <laughs> yeah. time. Three, halfway through the fourth quarter, if we kick two goals, we'll lose by under 100 points is where she yeah, shifted That's
0: That was what I was chanting for at the end. A I was chanting, like, get, get under 100. This is at home by myself. Under 100. <laughs> <Is> that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. All
1: right, this is from Anne. I like this. Um, I like this on a number of levels. So this is uh, to me, Mr. William Schofieldson and Associates. Great. All right, so very good. Um, can, what, can,
0: can I just check you haven't overlooked the name?
1: I have. Yeah. Okay. I can't figure it
0: out. Anonymous.
1: Anonymous. $2 fine for me not figuring that out because <laughs> yeah. I just I just looked at Mate, the last $5, please. I looked I at $5. I looked at the last name. I was like I don't know how to pronounce
0: that. It. Anonymous.
1: <laughs> um okay. Anonymous. Yeah, very good. So, this is for the abysmal pronoun mispronunciation of ochre. I was saying orca last mm. week when discussing the best worst West Coast. Jumper in the comp, which is the West Coast Ochre Jumper. Yeah. Now, it's pronounced like the tree, not the whale, and I was pronouncing it like the the whale. whale. (laughs) It's not just me who's getting a fine, though. Everyone else can have one because, Charlie, you got a mic over there. I'm pretty sure it works, right? Yeah, yeah. Dan, check check working.
0: I'm not allowed. To, we're not allowed to defend the fines, right? Because I do have defense for this.
1: No, absolutely not. You don't. Um, everyone one. else gets a fine because Great. I All said right. it four times. No one picked up on it and um, said nothing. So
0: okay, we'll take it. There you
1: go. What are my Patreon dollars even going to? She says, <laughs> right? And then she says, P.S. I'm not a crackpot. P.P.S. Yes, I really registered that email address. She's put together officialbackchatfinds at gmail.com. <laughs> that's unreal, Anne. I bloody love it. That's good. Uh, $2 of credit for you. You're allowed to give credits. $2 of credit, Anne. If you want to come <laughs> see me, I'll give you $2 coin. <laughs> David Lavelle. Uh, this is for me. Uh, great. Great. So this is a piece of shit segment that I just get fined and yeah. lose all my money. Good. Hope you're writing this down, Charlie. $2 fine. Uh, we'll see at the end of it. What's it for? The very large link to the Backchat Twitter account at the bottom of the website goes directly to Will's Twitter account. Oh, that's scummy. Uh, You know what? Uh, That's fair enough. $5 fine. Very good. (laughs) Kane Horskins. Now we're talking. Dan. (laughs) Why? For bringing up his figures of 5 for 16 every bloody episode, mate. No one cares.
0: I have no retort. $2 fine because I like hearing about
1: it. I bring it up. I'm actually the one who brings it up. Uh, $2 fine to me. Brad Miles. This is for Dan as well. Now, around the... Around the 31 minute, 55 second mark of episode 48. Around. Kyle good, Godwin. It sounds like Dan's balls drop, so he gets a $2 puberty tax. Also, a man with such a love for a fillet of fish has no right to call a banana fritter disgusting. For the record, they are both terrible food choices. $2 fine for you, Dan. Yep, very good. $2 fine. $2 for fillet of fishes and $2 for Bananaramas. That bananaramas. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Fine's yeah. done. I've been
0: going through puberty for about forty five years.
1: I need a gavel, I've noticed. I need a gavel. I need a, I need finds in session, finds off. Charlie, can you find me a gavel? I'll find you a gavel. Thank you. Yeah, you okay. send it, we read it. Just the one <laughs> today, M and T Matheson.
0: Hi boys, we had a birthday dinner for my granddaughter this week. Yes, Macca's was the request. Awesome. I ate something else as I don't eat the above. However, I couldn't believe it when my son opened the bag revealing his fillet of fish. He also had a Big Mac, which I noticed have certainly shrunk since I last saw one, which is very true. Uh, Dan, had to let you know there are other lovers of your favourite Macca's burger. Keep up the good work, boys. Love listening to the podcast. Every Thursday, kind of regards, Trish.
1: Right, so that's from Trish. She's she's making you feel good about yourself. Does that feel, make you feel good? I'm, I'm assuming grand grandkid, I'm thinking like eight, nine-year-old child.
0: They have no taste buds yet.
3: So. They're, like, they're like fish fingers, yeah, so you get the fish. <laughs> <laughs> like giant, fish. It's basically a giant oh, fish
1: finger in a burger. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh, well, thank you, Trish. Appreciate that. So. You send it, we read it, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. You want to send us something, we will read it in its entirety, word for word. We started this very early on. This is episode 50. This was perhaps our first segment we ever ran. If yeah, you Apart want, from social, If you want, yeah, but that's been going for a long time. Mm. If you want some oh, remind me to, just remind me to say something at the end of this. Okay. Um, about roaming backchat and okay. Charlie. Yep. Um, social media, been running for a long time. You send it, we read it. If you want something said, anything, you want to yeah. quote your, you want to plug your business for free. You wanna you wanna tell us I don't know, you ran into Dan at the footy. You want to it.
0: propose to your girlfriend. Now that would be it. you said that we read it. Wouldn't that? In the
1: world's worst Guernsey. In the in the best worst Guernsey in the AFL. You said that we read it. Hello at backchatpodcast dot AU. Now
0: Say something about Charlie.
1: I was I was having a couple of beers with an OG back chatter. Okay. Um, Are you he, name it, names, or just... oh, you see if you can figure it out. And I, I want to I see if Charlie can figure it out. He says the in the hood he says he was walking across the bridge somewhere, and he looks across, and there's someone with a camera and a microphone, um, and it has a big backchat logo, logo on it. It was a free mantle game. He linked eyes with you, stared you up and down. You linked eyes with him, and you. Either deliberately, um, I deliberately refused to interview him, or perhaps didn't didn't know who he was. And either of either of those options are very bad, Charlie.
3: I tell you what, it definitely definitely wasn't deliberate. Because do you know who
1: we're talking about?
3: Is it? I I can't even remember seeing anyone. Uh, Who would it be? It was Butts.
1: It was Sam Butler.
3: Yeah. Um, no, if, if I'd seen him, I would have definitely gone up well, to he him He maintains that you saw him And you made the conscious decision to I ignore think he,
0: him Didn't he say you also gave him the bird as well? I think Charlie exactly <laughs> was like <laughs> oh, yeah, I run this shit now <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, Anyway, he would like an apology? Uh, I would like to put an apology out there, I'm sorry <laughs> Very, oh, You're uh, so soft, Charlie, stand up for yourself <laughs> I No, because I would love to have him on Roaming Back Chat Okay, alright, we've okay. digressed a
1: little um, Big guest coming up It's been a bloody pleasure Say hi to your mum for us. Mm. We love her.
0: Get her something good for Mother's Day. She's done a lot for us. I
1: repeat, flowers, whiskey, coffee, shout-outs, bedding. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to this podcast. You need it, we got it. New segment. (laughs) All right. You know I don't like introductions here, Dan. Um, We just get straight bloody into it because if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the man sitting opposite me. He's the greatest to ever have done it for West Coast. He's the all-time leading goal kicker. He is a three-time All-Australian, two-time Coleman medalist. He's just kicked his 700th AFL goal Goals for West Coast, seven hundred. Make sure that's clear. I know yep. that's important. Josh Kennedy joins us on back chat. Hello, Josh. Hey, how are you? Yeah, that's good, a, mate.
0: It's the
4: nicest thing you've ever said about me. What? I reckon. Just that. <laughs> <It's> that, <laughs> stuff. That, okay. that was all well okay. off the internet, so it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not from him. Um, pick number four in the draft.
1: Yep. Right, we're going to take you all the way back to the start of your career. Yep. Two thousand and five. Yep. Who got taken before you?
4: Uh, so Murph, Mark Murphy went number one. Yep. Is uh, that fair. Yeah, 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 definitely. Captain's yeah. club. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. It. yeah. Yeah, good through in the game. Yep. Yep. Uh, Daisy Thomas went number two, who was a little bit of a smoky. No one expected Daisy to go so high. Um, but he did, I think he kicked like 10 goals in the grand final or something. Yeah, uh, in yeah. the TAC Cup. In the TAC Cup, grand final. Yeah. Um, so Collingwood picked up him. Um, and then Hawthorne took Xavier Ellis. Um, so X, who I got to play with later on down the track, who we got to play with. Um, and then, yeah, I was lucky enough my name got... Well, read out, but it was, yeah, I saw it on the screen back then, the internet it was a bit slow and my name came up. You would have been on dial-up, where were you? you would have been dial-up. Dial-up, dial-up connection, yeah, 100%. So <laughs>
1: Making
0: sure no one's picking up the phone.
4: Yeah, so we had a, we actually had a had a massive night with me, mates the night before. Um, we were living in Scarborough, um, Cadbury Sweeps is where my dad worked at, so he'd come over and he'd organise like the function room at Sweeps in Aussie Park. Just to get some internet connection, get a big thing up, and any any goodies.
1: Like, did you get some kickbacks there? Like some maybe some soft drinks, some oh, chocolate. Man, so, well,
4: man, I grew up. So my old man worked for Coke, and then he went to Cadbury Sweats. Wow. And then um, my stepmom, who my dad remarried, she worked for Streets.
1: <laughs> it's the holy trilogy, <laughs> and they lived.
4: They lived on the Gold Coast, so like holiday time, every holidays with school. Mum used to hate it because like holiday time, we'd go to Gold Coast and I'd have, would have either, it was Coke or Cadbury Sweat, so there was like soft drink chocolates, streets, ice creams packed Oil in pops. there. And then obviously they do a lot of sponsorship and stuff with obviously the theme parks. So we were going to Movie World, Wet n Wild, Dream World, like all the time. I did not want to. Be living in Northampton. My <laughs> mum hated it.
1: Yeah, you, you wonder why Josh came to the Carlton Football Club with high skin folds. He <laughs> <laughs> did that for ten years. But, so, so you go right. to Carlton, right? What was your time like at Carlton? I mean, um, you, you get tra- you get drafted with
4: Mark Murphy, so you would have been close <clears> to him. And yep. were, were you happy to move away from Western Australia? Um, yeah, look, I was a bit of a. I, I wasn't really too fast, so I wasn't. Um, I suppose like a lot of a lot of guys want to stay home and be close to I suppose where they grew up um I was just yeah hoping to get an opportunity somewhere so where wherever it was and yeah lucky enough the name got read out um number four Carlton um I actually didn't know I got a call from Dennis Pagan before it even come through the dial-up connection so um I didn't answer the first call the second call came through I was like I don't even know this no, I'll answer it. it was Dennis Pagan and then that's the things that. it's come up my name saying that I'm going to Carlton so um yeah look it was it was a great time there for two years and yeah me and Murph were pretty close and um yeah we had a, f- a few other guys go through I suppose those first few years there but um but it's changed it's changed a lot since, since any, I was there. any any decent stories from Dennis Pagan yeah you know, was, was he your coach
1: your first two years? he was yeah.
4: yeah yeah so Pago yeah so um Pagan's I, paddock do you have that going? At we Carlton? had it with Fev, yeah. Had it with Fev. It was, um, it was pretty much Fev just is the target, and that's it. So, um, yeah, we all just get out of his space, and you included.
1: You see you later. Yes,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you start near Fev when the ball gets bounced, and get outside of the fifty when it's uh, when it's going in general <laughs> play. So, and Fev just done his thing. So it was, um, it was amazing being able to play alongside. Yeah, Brandon Faville. Mm. You kicked eleven goals there over two years. Yep. Is that why? Yeah, yeah, well, Feb took it all. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Otherwise, I would have kicked like I don't know, hundred or two hundred.
1: And and time in Victoria, we we. Uh, I mean, we we get into the stage where you get traded back to West Coast. Were you enjoying your time there for two
4: years? Were you were you? Yeah. Did you want to come home? Um, <clears throat> not at all, not at all. I wanted to be a one club player. I think it's just being from Northampton. Um, well, growing up in Northampton, country footy. Yeah, you love your club, your loyalty, and um, you know. Carlton gave us the opportunity to get over there. Um, I lived with grandma for the first three months because I've got all family over there. And then um, moved in with uh, one of the boys, Luke Livingston. And yeah, really made some really close friends. And, um, you know, we weren't winning at the time. So we we won a wooden spoon. That was my first wooden spoon. You're Uh, you're a two time. I'm a two time wooden spoon. (laughs) Two time wooden spooner. Yes, I am. Let's keep it at that, please. I know. It would be nice. (laughs) It would be nice. Um, but yeah, I made some really good friends uh, I'd love that Carlton gave us the opportunity So I, I really wanted to stay and be a one-club player But obviously things didn't pan out like now, that
1: Now Dan wants to get into the Chris Judd uh, trade I mean, it's the Josh Kennedy <coughs> trade, if we're honest People like, we yep. call it the Chris Judd trade, but it's the Josh Kennedy trade It is right. But before we get there, can we just clear it up on back chat once and for all? Right, uh, I hear a lot about your goal-kicking exploits You've been a great player for West Coast People look at you as a great Western Australian can you just clear this up on back chat? Yeah. You're not a West Australian mate. Are you? Nah, oh, yeah. nah. I'm, not. Nah, I'm not. No, I'm not It's your place of birth and that, that's not where you were born.
4: No, we're not. So I was born in East Melbourne at uh, Saint a Vincent's bloody Victorian. I know, uh, oh. it's a Victorian. Which <laughs> He's is, uh, a
1: bloody Victorian. I don't dude. like
4: I don't like telling many people Yuck. that. I don't yeah, exactly. Dan's Yuck. a big West Coast fan, that's just broken his heart. <laughs> right, mate? I'm okay. So I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why. So my old man... Tell me why you were I, born in East <laughs> Victoria, please. Well, my old man's Victorian, so all the Kennedys are from uh, Victoria, and the old man played basketball. So he met mum at the AIS, um for basketball, and then he went on to play for the Canberra Cannons. So dad um, was finishing off with all the Canberra Cannons. He was looking to go back to St Kilda at the time. He got asked to be captain of St Kilda, um, which is the basketball team, NBL um, for a year, and it was also time when I was about to be born, and Dad didn't want me to be born in the ACT, so he shipped Mum back, and I was born in Victoria, I was only there <laughs> for like so <laughs> three or four months, and then we ended up, Dad went back to Canberra Cannons, and I had the first five years of my life really in, in Canberra, Um, but I was born in Victoria, and then it's all a ruse. You can't be, you can't be running around as a Cambrian. can No, you?
0: no chance. Nah, nah. You know nah. what, I've just realised we've gone way too far Oh into my this.
1: gosh, why do I do that every time? You're so excited. Just forget everything you've just been asked. Oh, yeah. a very important question to ask you. It's something that we ask all of our guests. Yeah. Every guest that's ever come on this show, this is the first question we ask. Uh, and I've got a little bit into it, but <laughs> I don't know why. but
0: It's like a little chihuahua sometimes,
1: you're just ready I, to go. I do do it.
4: How, how is that coffee, by the way? It's not too bad, actually. I was quite surprised. It, great crema on top. but if, yeah. it,
1: if it's good, it's everything to do with Margaret River Roasting Co. If yep. it's bad, it's everything to do with my coffee-making ability. Just so yeah,
4: or I can I tell the coffee beans are good.
1: Yeah, I yeah. go. yeah. like it. Um, now, question. We know what you've done on the footy field. We gave you a little bit of a rap sheet. That's actually longer, <clears throat> but I just, you know, we, we don't yeah. care. I'm here to tell we don't care. I want to know your greatest sporting achievement, not on the footy field. You're a great Whoa. footballer. You've played a lot of games for West Coast and Carlton, two states. Kick some Col- goals. Common medals, there. all Australians. Hmm.
0: Yeah, Couple of wooden spoons. <claps> really good. Uh, but <laughs>
1: what is your greatest sporting achievement? No, would you like some examples while well, you have a think? Yeah, okay, know, yeah, yeah. No,
4: know. no, no. Go on. go on. Give us some examples. Under
1: nine, state, 90-metre hurdle champion. Hurdle? Huh? I
4: thought you were 400 run. 800. Yeah, no, no, I, do it all, 800. I do it all. I do <laughs> it all.
1: I'm just picking the best. Okay? <laughs> Dan?
0: Well, Off thank, the top of your thank, head. You, thank you that you asked. Um, five for 16 in a grand final, under twelves, Stuart Hill Creek Club. Yes, that is the trophy right behind you. I know you've been looking at it. <laughs> and that is the Very ball. Very good. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, that's just one. I could have picked any. Um, Hayden Valentine was
1: a javelin thrower, would you believe? Wow. Cal Sinclair was the lead singer in numerous high school plays. And we've allowed that. <laughs> With, it's a bit of a technicality. We've allowed that. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's I, mean, I mean, Mitch Johnson gave his wife's sporting achievements as
4: something he done. Yeah, that was, done. was a bit had of a skaters. Out. No, you enjoy your skating. I do enjoy my skating. I've never competed but that. Um, oh, sport, I only really played. I, I played two sports, which was, yeah, basketball and football, because I couldn't play anything else. You had any and state
1: championships?
4: Oh, I won, I won, like, high jump once at, at school, which That's is... pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to that like, We call it the ACC, so you win it there and you come down to Perth, compete, and... Um, yeah, completely came last in, in that <laughs> down here, but I won it up there.
1: Impress mate. You can't just be a footballer. I know you've done uh, something on the basketball court.
4: You know, I do. Yeah, well, I've got I got I got best on in a grand final under 16 yeah, right for, yeah. but I, I actually didn't play well. The only thing that stood out is I dunked it. Oh, huge! So I yeah. dunked it. I had one dunk, and I probably only had a few more other points, but I got best on, and I think it was purely because I dunked it. I full
0: full height room. Hey? It's like a full proper height rim for Yeah,
4: I was probably another foot tall uh, yeah. wow. <laughs> that's you go. great. I cool. used to be able to jump. You know yeah. who the other
1: dunker we've had on this show? Who? Peter Boll. The eight hundred runner. Oh Peter Boll's greatest sporting achievement was, was his ability to dunk. Yeah, oh, wow. So I mean you two you are the same, except I mean he's come fourth in the Olympics and <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> just been meeting yeah. cabries and streets yeah. and
4: he <laughs> he left his hometown and he came one
1: somewhere. <laughs> yeah, come and last. No, you've done plenty. Well, okay, I like that. We'll take that, won't we? Yeah, we'll, we'll take that. Okay, yeah. um, trade to West Coast. Uh, so you play two years at Carlton, uh, make some good mates, but then the opportunity comes up in the off season of two thousand and seven.
4: Seven, yes. How does yep. what, 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 that go? <clears throat> how,
1: how does getting traded go for a player? I don't think we've spoken to many that have been traded here. What, what's that um, process? Like?
4: Yeah, well, so back then, like it was, oh, I was pretty full on. So I was over seeing the old man in Brisbane. Um, so I was over there on the weekend before. Um, I kind of trade week started, um, and a lot of stuff was going through the papers that um, Juddy had just nominated Carlton, and you know, then all of a sudden uh, players were getting thrown up, Fev's name was getting thrown up, Lance Sweeten, all me, Lapping my name, and you know, a few of the West Australian boys that were there at, at at Carlton. So it wasn't really too much, but you knew your name was getting thrown up a bit, um, and Juddy wanted to go back to Carlton, so I ended up making my way back um, to Perth because I was going up north with a mate to a place called Halfway, Lucky Bay, which is kind of just on the stretch of beach. There's no power or nothing, just shacks and just up there for a fishing trip and um, drinking some beers. And, yeah, so before I went there, my manager rang and said, hey, you just need to be in phone connection because you might have to come down to Perth to meet West Coast. And I was like, oh, really? Like, surely, they do not gonna, they're really want me? Like and, like and, yeah, he's like, no, I just want you to just be in contact. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going somewhere with no phone reception. He might have one of those old satellite phones because, obviously, Telstra – well, that was probably good back then. And um, so you could stand on top of the shack and hold it up and you'd get a ping <laughs> on your phone, back like on the Nokias. So um, so we went, went fishing, camping. Um, every couple of hours I'd get up on the shack, no ping, sweet, straight back down, kicking or whatever. And, yeah, we had a bit of a big night Saturday and then Sunday morning it would have been oh, no, 9 o'clock-ish, it went up top, ping, phone went off. My, uh, my manager said, you've got to get back down to Geraldton. Woosh wants to call you. And West Coast want to meet you on Tuesday. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I uh, made my way back down. Uh, I was at mum's house. I was in my sister's room on a phone call to Woosh. And um, yeah, it was pretty much, he was saying that he wanted me to come down and go through the club. And I just kept saying, man, I just, I'm just, i not coming. Like, I want to be a one-club player. I don't I? And he's like, yep, I understand you want to be a one-club player, but we want you to come down. We want you to meet some, you know, show the facilities because this deal might involve you. And I said, I don't want to come. I'm not coming, Woosh. <laughs> and like, <clears throat> so I was like, what, nine, eight, no, yeah, 19 year old telling John Worsfold uh, <laughs> what to do on top of a shed and I reckon if we were face to face he would have had me in a headlock and said, you're coming. So, um, eventually he persuaded me, yeah, by the end of that phone call to come down on the Tuesday which was in trade week. Uh, meantime, still talking with Carlton and and nothing's, you know, don't worry about it, you're not going to be part of this deal, we're going to keep you, we're going to get something else done and, and back then trade week was pretty much like Monday to Friday so, Open a business on Monday and and close a business trades had to be done, um, so yeah Monday Tuesday I actually went down flew down went through the club, um, and it was an eye opener like going from Carlton back then. Carlton didn't have much money. Um, Dickie Pratt had just came in and was about to help revamp. Um, I don't even know what they call it there, their training facility, but it's now Icon Park. Yeah, Icon used to be Princess Park, obviously with the with the big park around it, and. Um, yeah, there was, like, the facility-wise was, was pretty shot down there. You know, obviously not enough money. And, um, you know, and West Coast had, like, pool, ice bins, this massive gym, these um, yeah, big offices everywhere. It was, yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. I was just going, how good is this? no wonder these guys are winning games and, you know, just come off a grand, couple of grand finals. Um, and then Tuesday was still okay. Like, you know, it wasn't... Um, yeah the club was saying no, we're not going to get anything done, but then by Wednesday, the narrative kind of shifted a bit, and I think they started to worry because Juddie wanted to go um that he could have gone if i if I had said no to the deal that and nothing got done um could have gone to the preseason draft and Richmond had picked one, so technically Richmond could pick jody up if he if that was to happen and it was never really going to happen I don't think and um yeah, so the you know, voice probably from Carlton Zen was a bit like, oh, mate, well, I think this is a good opportunity for you to go and, you know, Johnny's going to come here. And so I kind of swindled around that way. And then, yeah, it was me and my manager sitting there Wednesday, Thursday that we thought, oh, well, good opportunity to come back, closer to mum, uh, closer to my friends who were growing up here. Um... You know, West Coast were winning, Carlton weren't at the time, I was like, I might win a few more games, um, which didn't end up being the case, <laughs> we won another wooden spoon two years later. <laughs> you're the I was, curse. I was thinking I was the curse. Did you speak to Juddy? I've never asked you that. Uh,
1: yeah. Not during it, no,
4: no, no way, no, Juddy was like, Juddy was the, he I know, was the you, ultimate, he was the yeah, main but man of the AFL.
1: You're the one holding this deal up, like you're, you're the one, you're the you're the key to the puzzle.
4: Like you know, yeah, I know, I know that now, like I wish I had like a bit of that brain or business sense so I'd been going, oh hang on a you minute. know that deal the you've leverage. got from Vizzy? <laughs> <laughs> maybe i could be your vice president at Vizzy with you juddy uh, had a bit more uh, leverage i think but then uh, then what i'll probably use but um but yeah no nah, look i was just it kind of the week as much as it was like really slow, it did go really fast and um yeah once it once it happened it happened and then <clears throat> It was all good. I was coming back, um, which was great. Uh, mum was pumped. Everyone was, you know, getting back closer to home and family. And then, yeah, you would know, because he got arrested the, the week after. Yep. And, um, yeah, kind of shit went downhill a bit. And mum's going, why the fuck are you coming back to the West Coast Eagles? <laughs> so um, there was a bit of stuff going on at the time. and It was a big couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, you look, I look back now and, yeah, I – I can't thank West Coast enough for giving that opportunity for me to come back, and I'm glad I made that decision because I and I know it's easy to say now, but I just don't feel like I would have been the player or the person um, I am today if I had, if that deal hadn't gone through. I'm just thinking we could have had Brendan Favola for a bit. <laughs> what about Lance Whittle, <laughs> mate? Good <Could laughs> have Lance Whittle, Matty
0: Schlappen.
1: Yeah, as we got we got him anyway. We had Matty Rosa, so it was the same. Yeah, thing, Yeah, so right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So so you come to West Coast, um. Uh, on that wooden spoon thing, right? So, so, win a spoon at Carlton 2010, so not a couple of years after you come to the club, West Coast win a spoon. Yep. Um, were you playing that year? Were you injured? Or were you
4: playing? 2010? Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, so, yeah, pretty much, um, yeah, just kind of broken in. Probably it was my third year here, just broken in and um, kind of got settled in, I suppose, that forward position, that tall forward position. And yeah, Summer had, um, yeah, really backed us to, to play every game, so... Um, do, you, do you look back on that period
1: then, and, and I don't really want to get that much into what's happening at West Coast now, but do you look back on that period then, a spoon at the end of it, but really like a transitioning, rebuilding phase of 2010 that a year later, playing a prelim? Yep. Do you look back on learnings you had then and apply them to now? Is it relevant? Yeah, Is it yeah relevant? Well, it's
4: definitely, you definitely reflect back on them now. Like, I, you look at... Um, some of the players and even you're rocking in Mondays after these shellackings we've been getting and, you know, how disappointed and everything and everyone's in this mood and you kind of, yeah, some guys get shitty and and you just start to realise oh, they, they haven't been, well, these guys who have been there five, seven years, like, they haven't really had Real Haven't, they've only really had it. Like, young Liam, like Liam Ryan, you know, he's walked, his first, or oh, Subi, he's done really well. They've won flags and then, he walked in, he won a premiership first year and then we've been up playing finals and then this is, so this is, you know, him and a lot of other players' first kind of down uh, period. So um, you do draw a lot and, you know, it's easy for me to go to them and go like, oh, mate, don't worry, it's going to be all right. Like, just keep working on your craft, keep doing your training, um, keep staying positive, don't give up because it's like things will bounce back up. And, you know, they sit there and go like, oh, fucking fuck, bro, <laughs> like, like, we're going to bounce back from this. Like, Would you have been like that in
1: 2010? <clears throat> I reckon you would have had.
4: Yeah, I would have been exactly the same. I reckon I probably had Glassie and Coxie and Andrew Embley telling me... Yeah, Lynchy telling me the same thing. And I was like, fuck, (laughs) i fucking smashed every (laughs) week. Shit, I'm fucking winning the second wooden spoon. like You know what I mean? And I'd actually legit thought I was a curse. I'd won like... I played 22 in Carlton. I won three games. And then probably over the course of those three years, I'd won another... I don't know, we only won four games in 2010, so... What do, you, what do you put down turning it around then? It, it's not just time and,
1: and, oh, well, it all turns around. Things have to yeah. – is it, is it work rate? Is it buy-in? Is it connection
4: with the players? Is it coaching staff? Is it game plan? Is it everything? Uh, I think it's a, <clears throat> it's a combination of it all. But I reckon the most important part of it is the self-awareness of every individual like as a player. You know what I mean? Like Being able to be self-aware of where you're at. And also being true to going like, you know, this is – I'm really struggling at this. This is my weakness. How do I get better at it? And then having that drive to go and get better at it while things are tough because it's easy just to go like, oh, fuck, fuck this. I'm not going to do anything. Um, I reckon that we had a lot of players, like, you know, including yourself and everyone who just wanted to keep getting better even though we're getting smashed. And it just really put us in good stead, I think. And then you have another pre-season together. You get a bit fitter. And then things start to click, you know what I mean, like – I think we lost in 2010. We lost about four or five games under a kick. You yeah, know, I remember Jonathan Brown. Like Brisbane beat us by that last kick. Yeah, he went, oh, I don't, you went not you playing on him. Was, that was Brownie. Mean, have, it was Brownie and Spang. <laughs> Brownie and Spang. Sp- yeah, Spang
1: was playing it, but that that game is it's Mitch Brown. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I thought back to that time as well because I look at the team now, not going well. Play, you know, last three games not going well. But then you look at the 2010. So you had you know a young Natanui playing, Luke Chewy playing, yeah. young Kennedy and Schofield and, I was, and and Sam Butler was another guy I actually learnt to handball left handed in 2010 I never I could never I, I still can't kick on my left and you know that mhm Josh knows that because when he was leading to me and I was running onto my left, he just knew that it wasn't
0: like <laughs> there was no there
1: was he, 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 we had we had we had a couple of connections over our career that people would be just like, how the fuck did Kennedy know Will was <laughs> going to kick it there? And the only answer is he's got no left foot. So no left there was never all. going left. It was always right, and I was always cutting back inside. <laughs> but I learned to handle on my left foot, left hand, as an AFL footballer in my third year. Um, so I don't know if that says bad thing. Why did I learn, or what, why did like, I? Like, what,
0: what did you go? I'm I'm just going to handball left hand from now on. Like, yes, what so was Sam it? Butler and I got together.
1: Um, neither of us. It was about it was about what Josh just spoke about. It was improving yourself even when you're going poorly. And it's like, okay, what can I get better better at? I was a good runner. I could kick. I could, you know, I was contested. So I was competitive. But having, having no left hand, it meant that I, I would always get stuck. There was no way out if I was running onto my left. So if you could at least handball 15 meters and hit the target every time. It gets you in a good position on the field. So Butsy and I would do this drill where um, we'd start one metre apart and we'd have to handball left-handed and hit, hit right in the chest. And if we both hit it, we'd take one step back. And our goal by the end of the pre-season was to get to either end of the gym, which is about 30 metres away, big, big handball, yeah. and hit each other. And we did it. And so every day we'd go down there and we'd have to go further and further back. And the first miss, we'd go up to training. You ha- if you missed, we're done. Right. So you had to it was mental as well as physical. And it just it applies to a little bit what JK's talking about is like yeah. can you get yourself better when things are going poorly? Yeah,
0: yeah. Definitely. So then what what is that for you then? Like, you know, played a long time. So how do you get involved in
4: that process? Um oh it's just it's just picking well the game changes so much, like, you know, as it's well I've been in the game for seventeen years and every year there's some little tweak to it. You know, there's we've You sit there in, I suppose, your peak where you're you're mentally good, your body's good and things just kind of flow and um, you kind of maintain what you need to do and you're still learning, but because it does shift a bit and as you get older, a lot of it for me is just the body, you know what I mean? So trying to be able to manage to play and um, have an impact where you know your knee's not that great and you need to make sure that you're, you're looking after that during the week but still getting enough training involved where... You're not just a slipping and slipping. Yeah. So um, you find little ways, like whether it's just being stronger in the gym or little touch sessions or your little breakdown drills where, you know, I might not be able to train, but you might be able to just get to the side and, and do some breakdown one on one stuff, which, um, you know, all comes into play. And, and then also just assessing what situations you are in a game. Like, I think a lot of times everyone gets together and does these things, but it's like, it's not. Um, the situations that you'd be in a game, so go and put yourself in those situations during training, so you get better at the game. Kicking,
0: yeah. kicking goals from the point post—it's like you're never going to do that in a game. No, no, exactly.
1: Um, I, I always sort of reflected on you as being the hardest trainer I ever played with, and that was that beats any midfielder. I certainly wouldn't put a midfielder in that list anyway, and it's very lucky I'm putting a forward in that list. <laughs> but uh, is that something <coughs> you may? Like I'm guessing, but you can't train at the level you used to train at because of your body. Mm. You're older, you just can't back it up. Mm. Well, yeah, you know, you're know you trying to recover for the next game right. now. But uh, through pre-season, how do you teach that to young guys? Is it just by doing? Because like, yeah. I always learned from you because I'd be playing on you yeah, and just watching and just be... You know, I knew if I wasn't working hard, then I was going to get made look stupid, which yeah. happened most times anyway. <laughs> but uh, how do you teach that to younger guys, that work rate?
4: Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it teachable? Yeah, it... It kind of it depends on what sparks and drives them individually. I think as well. Like, I think for I was lucky enough that you know, coming through in our forward line, we had um, oh, we yeah, Lynchy um and Mark McCrae, who were both two of the most competitive people you know that you know I've ever ever met. And then you play on you guys down back where you know you had Glassy and yourself, um, Spang. Um, Aaron McKenzie who was the most competitive and you have to have a competitive edge in, in football obviously to get to that level but um, just having those battles and, and, and little games like you said like a little left handed game like that's a competitive game right there and then you're trying to beat butts and trying to be better um, those things just help you I suppose grow and um, yeah and then for me training like yeah it was I suppose Master used to be the best runner and it was like how do I beat Masto at running back then? Or how do I so you used to tag along and I reckon there's well, it was only one session. I beat him in two hundred one one session. And I reckon <laughs> I reckon he was having a real bad he might have been he might have been hung over. I beat him one day in two hundreds and like that was just like the little achievement where I was like, Yes, I finally got there. But even though you're not gonna get there to that final result, it still drags you along.
1: So is that what drives you? Beating people like is, is that what is your main driver, competitiveness?
4: Um, I want to say yes and no, but yeah, you. you I think it is. Uh, yeah, I think for you to, yeah, work really... Not like losing or like winning? No, nah, I'm not like lekker Like, if I lose, I'll kind of go, yeah, you know what, fair enough, you beat me. Right, how can I beat you next time? Or, you know, we'd have our battles at track and go, fuck, got me that time. How do I, how do I? or someone, you know... Um, Whereas Harry Larry, Taylor, Lekker um, cracks the sads. Yeah, yeah. Harry Taylor, you know, fair enough. You shake hands. You go. You were too good today. You actually beat me. And then you go, and how am I going to beat you next time? But, but Lecker, yeah, Lekker had losing. So, and he, but he was always a good driver. Like he was obviously the best crummer. So, like I just, I had a focus one year where I just wanted to have the most crumbs inside fifty because I wanted to beat him at that. So you <laughs> practice and practice, and then you get a bit better at it. And I don't know you see the leaderboard on the crumbs or whatever and you're beating him, you're like, yes, I finally did it. You know, and then that just... Yeah, little things like that. Um, So for younger players these days, yeah, I think it's just that drive. And you can help encourage it, but until they actually really want to do it, like, it's... Yeah, it's... You can push and push, I think. Um, But, see, a lot of stuff these days, like, everything's done for everyone. You know what I mean? The clubs, there's so many resources. There's so many, like... Um, whereas back when we started, you know, you kind of just had to do it yourself. Otherwise, well, you wouldn't make it. You wouldn't make it. You'd yeah. just get left behind and see you later. So, um, yeah. But I think it's your, it's your, it, the teammates around you that can create that competitiveness that you have your little games and and then that just keeps driving you to to try and be the best. Yeah.
0: Do you guys remember that video that came out a couple of years ago? Went sort of viral. Um, you guys battling at training. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That drill. Yeah. Who. I've I've heard your side of it. You, Have you? You thought you won that? Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> what,
4: do you do you remember when that when that was doing the rounds? Yeah, well, there was one bad kick. I mean, yeah, Ken, Ken one. Well, hang on a minute. No, hang on a minute. I took you know what? Oh, I no, it was a free kick. The first one. Yeah. I reckon. Then I tripped you. Then you tripped me, and then I <laughs> then I outmarked him in the contest. So it was kind of one v two. So I reckon there's a bit of the kick.
1: Yeah, that, I do remember that one. So this is very relevant to what we just spoke about. Is. Um, we hadn't trained well that session. I don't know if you remember this as well, but I was thinking mm-hmm. about it. It's like we hadn't trained that well. And usually with those, you'll pair up with a bit of a younger guy and maybe just it's a good way to teach the you know guys to get better. But I went straight to Kenner's. I was probably the most senior defender. I knew he was the best forward. I said, Right, we're going at it. And we go let's and I remember saying to you, like, let's go yeah. fucking hard here. Yeah. And when you're two older guys doing that, like you, you can go to ninety five percent and and not come to blows at the end of it. Like, you can really push yourself and enjoy it. Mm. And we both did. But, like, that was maximum effort for yeah, Josh maximum, and I. Like, yeah. I I could not run, could not walk afterwards. Like, they didn't show any aftermath of that. I just laid on the ground. Well done. Took,
4: I took that chest mark and I was on the ground. I didn't get up. They thought we were unconscious. <laughs> I literally didn't thought, get up. Yeah. Just lay there. Like, I think Will was over my legs. And I was just, like, just laying there. Like, I'm, I'm not even going to give it up kick this ball back. Like, they can get another ball.
0: I remember watching it just... Being exhausted just from watching it. it was, yeah, you know. I like in, – in fact, I'd yeah. love to say,
4: look, we train like that all
1: the time. <laughs> yeah. But – It's one effort. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it was a one-time thing. It's called the barbarian drill. So you get three efforts. You've got to get from the square, get a lead up, and then as the back, you've got to try and stop the forward from getting back to the square. Mm-hmm. So it's the Scrag is bloody yeah. dream. Mm-hmm. Like Scrag, scrag the yeah. best forward ever played the game for West Coast. <laughs> just grab him, trip him, <laughs> wrestle him. And he still beat me, which probably shows it. Uh, well, right, we, 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 yep. we're out of – I like sort of just – you know, just going through the career. Yeah, so, who maintains the structure of this? I do, like, I do. Well, Dan gets Dan himself, does. No, Dan I'm, just
4: pulled you in line a couple of times. With it. No, he
1: does, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all right.
4: We're back it's on effort. It's a team effort. So
1: you get traded to West Coast. <laughs> yes. Um, you play under Woosher and then uh, 20, like, you know, 2011 we bounce back and play a prelim yep. after the 2010 Wooden Spoon. What's your time under Woosher like? What was he like as a coach? And I'm going to ask <clears> you compare it to Simo.
4: Yeah look oh, um, mate Woosh was yeah, a terrific leader a terrific mentor um you know his his toughness um up between his ears was you know was second to none like he was the, he was absolutely the you know the mental toughness thing that he preached down I reckon really helped a lot of us um younger players um get that discipline that we needed probably in just working hard and being professional and um you know, the late thing. You know, can you remember the late thing? Like, just yeah. not allowed to be late. Like, you know, two seconds late is, you know, you, if you were five minutes early, you were still nearly late. Like, you used to get you used to get in trouble for that. So just having that discipline that was drilled in from him and, um, and just his mindset on goal setting, you know, um, the accountability to... This is, you know, he'd ask you, he'd go, what do you, where do you want to be, like, what sort of player do you want to be, and you go, oh, I want to be best forward in the company. He's like, all right, well, how are you going to get there? And you'd just be like, oh, well, probably if I do this, this, and this. And he's like, all right, sweet, go and do it. And he'd, but he would constantly check in with you, are you doing that? Go, I, I think you're doing this. That's that's not what you said you were going to do. So, yeah, his ability to, I suppose, keep you accountable to what you wanted to achieve, um, and not sway away from it, I think was a was a big thing that he. In, well, drilled into me, and I reckon a lot of others. Yeah, spot on. I mean, it was just straight. It was it was unwavering. The yeah, and and
1: the respect for him as well, right? It's like it wasn't fear at the time. It felt like fear. Like I'm scared of letting Wusher down. I'm scared of oh, what yeah. will happen if yeah. I am late. If I don't win this contest. If I my skin folds aren't good enough, yeah. and it was different with Simo, but it, it it doesn't mean it was you know the worst or anything. It was just with that's with Wusher. I. At the time, I thought it was fear. It wasn't fear. It was, like, his ability to make you as a player do the things you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Put it in your hands. Put it in your hands. But he
4: drove it. And he he helped you drive it, you know. And, um, yeah, and I think the football sense of it, like, game style and stuff, you know, he had some really good people around him. But Phil Walsh was, you know, he was a massive influence on me um, and a lot of players. Uh, How so? So... uh, he would always take out offensive stuff. Maybe used to every Monday have to go in and watch the clips, and it'd be like, you know, you'd have the names on the board, and you'd walk in, you would gotta go and watch these clips. Tell, tell, us, what, tell us what, it was. What, so, like all the stuff we do defensively or in our game style, you know, if things weren't happening, you know, you'd get your name written up on a board, and you'd have to go through your clips with Walshy. So Walshy, you know, so there's like it's like a tw- name and shame. Pretty much, and like pretty much for most weeks, there was 22 players, like not one person got everything right. So, um, you'd always walk in, you see, no, fuck. So come in and Walshie, and then I used to try and kind of get the back end of it because then we watched Nick Rewalt's tape. So, um, and he, he took the time to watch that every Monday with me. So I just, I kind of looked at Nick Rewalt. He was a superstar of the game. Um, he was a great forward, well, best forward at the time. I never had Nick's speed so I knew I couldn't do those long leads and stuff but the way he was able to get space and um, I suppose manoeuvre around his opponents and take those marks, I just really wanted to implement that in my game and I um, I watched him every day for – or every every week for two years I think it was and then, um, yeah, and just trying to figure out how he did it and, yeah, so he was like, you know, f- as much as Phil was Nick, Rewal was a massive influence on my career in, in how he played, and I really just wanted to um, take that into yeah, into my game. So, And he helped me do that, Walshie. He used to run these team meetings as well, so
1: he'd do the individual meetings, but team meetings on a Tuesday would be Walshie's defensive one, mm-hmm. and he'd have a, um, a hat with names in it, and he'd draw names out of the hat. <laughs> and so he'd ask questions, right, where's this player meant to be? And then he'd have his hat and he'd be like, J.K. <laughs> and then you'd have to answer. <laughs> That's right. Like, so he he sort of, you know, he coached with uh, Choco Williams, Choco Williams at Port Adelaide. He had like this, again, it was actually similar to what Wushir in a way. Like he was direct and aggressive, and like you were scared to stuff up and let him down. But he also would watch a player's tape every week I'll for three two hours. Yeah. You know, like he, the love was still there, even though you were yeah. Feared He's scared of him Alright so scared of him So that happens uh, Wusha uh, Walks away Oh no Finishes up at the club uh, And Simo comes in So what's that transition like From you know Wusha, who Effectively I mean you speak about Carlton They gave you the, the You know The chance while mm. Wusha, well, I guess Showed you the faith In playing you every week As a young
4: you know, Guy hadn't really
1: done much In the AFL yeah. like, This is going to be it What's the transition like From that to Simo
4: yeah, look it was um it was a bit of a well, different time I think for the footy club because John Walsworth had been the centerpiece, you know, for many years as a player and then and as a as a coach and um yeah, so to see us kind of go downhill it, as a player you kind of felt like you'd let him down, you know. Um towards the back end things weren't going well in 2013 and um you yeah, a bit of the writing on the wall, I suppose there was a lot of pressure on Woosh over the last couple of years and um and then yeah, it um it came to an end and John Walsworth wasn't going to coach anymore. So as a player and being through that time with him, you kind of felt you felt like it was your fault. Like well, I hadn't been able to do what Woosh wanted, and now he's got the sack. You know what I mean? I'm still here, so it was a it was obviously a bit of a sad time, but um, obviously a time where new beginnings needed to happen and um, some fresh voices needed to come in, and which is what what obviously Simo did. And yeah, oh, I can still remember our first meeting with with Simo. Like yeah, Simo, came, yeah, because we had. That was the one year where we had our best and fairest push to November for some reason. I was like – didn't know whether we were going to play finals. or Like there was always this double, – Double booking Yeah, yeah, double – yeah, yeah right. it was like – yeah, he couldn't get it. So we had to go in like – it was like the 27th of November, right? So we're already back kind of into pre-season by then and the best and fairest was happening. So we kind of see him at um, the start of pre-season, um, first meeting with a few of the older senior players and then first thing he's like, he's like, oh, well – I reckon we don't drink. We don't I'm not gonna drink at the um best and fairest. And I was like <laughs> Are you serious? Is this is bloke. I don't drink at the best and fairest. Like, that's the one night we celebrate things. <laughs> anyway, you know, he's gonna this and then he's like and then he goes, Oh And you know what, like, you know, moving forward, I just leading goal kicker, I don't think we need that. Like it's a bit of a individual thing, I think. You know, we wanna be sharing goals and and I was sitting there going, "It's fucking pricks not letting me drink it <laughs> the best and fairest, and he wants to take away lean. That's the only thing I can win." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the start wasn't that great in my head and perception of Simo, but no, nah, he was, um, he was fantastic. He was a, uh, he was pretty switched on. He'd come from Hawthorne. He'd learned under some of the greats and um, had his own little flair. Um, he was a really good people person. He was. Um, in terms of that strategic stuff in football, I think here yeah, he was he was really switched on with that and was able to explain it in a way where um you know kind of the dumbest bloke in the room could understand, so like yeah, Yoey would always understand so what was going on. Things. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, me and Yoey could always understand when he <laughs> was explaining stuff. So he's taken um, drinking off the table at Best and Ferris. I was waiting
0: for him to say, like, just joking. Yeah. But so that that was
4: legit. Hang Let on, me. hang on. Let
1: me get to this right. So Best and Ferris no <laughs> drinking, um, letting goal kicker gone. And do you remember
4: beards were on the table as? as oh, sorry, I, I, that was another thing. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, and guess who? Oh, so Story Co. Simo's coming into the club. Like so, this is we finished the year. Wushes got a sack, Simo's coming in. Adam Selwood. Adam Selwood still <laughs> yeah. playing, obviously. Then Adam Selwood was one of the senior players, and he rang. Ah, uh, could have been coach. He could have been assistant coach then. Sellers.
1: Yeah, like he, he, was, might, I
4: don't yeah. Know, he wasn't playing. Sorry, he was just one of the coaches. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, get his phone call off season. Like you know, Adam Simpson's coming. Um, and, mate, just a um, bit of perception of outside, you know, probably from Victoria is that, you know, West Coast, we've, we've got a bit of ahead of ourselves and, you know, worrying about our looks and, you know, a few of the beards. So probably you need to shave that beard by the time we come back. And I'm like, fucking shave me. What? What's my beard got to do anything with my football? <laughs> anyway, so then obviously the call's gone at Scoey and Masto. And I, in my head I'm like, oh, do I shave my beard? I started to get a bit worried. I was like, no, fuck it. No, nah, I would right. I love like beards. That's... You don't need a beard to play good footy. What, like what is this? Anyway, get pre season and I'm the only one still with a beard. This <laughs> I was he clean. He bitched shaved. out. I was really? clean, clean shaven. Sha- <laughs> Masto is a clean shaven. Masto looked like he was sixteen. <laughs> anyway, like <laughs> it wasn't it was just this awkward like rock up, shake hands, Simo, and you still got your beard in there. You know, like but it was a then,
1: good move by you because he respected <laughs> he was testing us and he was like, Well, Masto and to go your bitches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's great uh um two thousand and thirteen i'm going to take you to a date september first, two thousand and
1: thirteen Surely you remember that date oh yeah, anything so about that day you
4: remember September first two thousand and thirteen It's a big mm. moment actually before well, we went, we didn't play finals two thousand and thirteen, so we met that day oh really yep. <laughs> 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 so um uh, I can't
0: wait, I don't know My wife and I um, were looking for, uh, to rent some space, like a collaborative workspace Ah yes We spotted this place um, in Wembley at the time Yes And uh, so we went along to it and had a look at the space, it was like yeah cool um, We are chatting to uh, someone that yeah, would have been your wife, wife, wife Lauren, at Lauren, yes, yes wife. she was running that yeah. Yep And um, you know, we just got chatting after we had a look at it and she, and I like you came up somehow Like she just said I'm oh, husband And I said Oh what does your husband do And she's like Oh he does like, A couple of things um, He has a business And I was like Oh cool Sells mattresses <laughs> I think she had a couple of businesses And then um, She goes Oh he's just pulling up now Like then you drive in the driveway yeah. Well car pulls up Josh Candy Hops out of the car I'm like oh. A couple of It's Josh Candy <laughs> <laughs> She's like selling it It's just like oh, Did you just, hug him you know, Did you run and hug him I could have love you man and you were dressed in your suit because um, that was the last game of the season. I think it was um, it was against uh, GWS. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, maybe not GWS. It was Adelaide, sorry. It was Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adelaide. And Eagles weren't playing finals and you were eight goals behind Roughhead for the Coleman.
4: Yes, yes. And I didn't, I didn't keep go in the last three games that year.
0: Yeah, and I said to wow. you, I yes. said, mate, um, Eagles aren't playing finals. Surely something you could give to the fans. Like, go for the common. Yeah. Surely they just feed you it's a it's a free hit of a game, you're not playing finals anyway. Mm. And um I you know, the game starting, I'm like, Josh's gonna kick eight. Like what's <laughs> gonna happen? <laughs> And then yeah, you kicked one bind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. hoping, man. You'd just you come put to too it. much pressure on me. Probably, oh I had
4: no pressure on that day until you started talking to me. <laughs> just be honest. Do you remember <laughs> yeah. this day? Do you remember this at all? Not- Is this one no, part th- of your brain that's up? Does- like do- no, I can actually. Yeah, I can actually. I'm starting to visualize it now. And we, I would have drove down the driveway, and I do remember Lawrence speaking to people. I didn't, can- did not know as you can- honestly. It would have been like, oh. <laughs> yeah. See okay, so nice. I, I'm just trying to get ready for the game.
0: <laughs> I, I just remember thinking, like, you hopped out of the car, and I'm like, well, that's not a husband. Like, that can't be, because, you know, just talk this guy down. Yeah. All right, so um,
1: <laughs> um, you've kicked, so let's get into a bit of Josh Kennedy, you've kicked 10 goals three, more than 10 goals three times in your career?
4: Yep. Is that right? Yes. Do yes. you know,
1: do you wake up in the morning knowing you're on? Do you feel any different, or is it just a result and... Is it different other games in hindsight? Uh, when you nah. have a big, big day, no.
4: Nah, see, most of the time I've done it. Uh, yeah, I've just been. I've, I've actually had mates down who are coming to the game for one, so they're staying over or whatever. And I've actually had jobs around the house that I've when they're down they can help me out. So like we kicked 10 against Bulldogs, I was cleaning my gutters all that morning. <laughs> like, my mates were there helping me clean the gutters. Like That's great. so little things like that. I think Carlton, I had. Couple of mates down, and yeah, we were fixing. Um, oh, we end up. Oh, we put blinds up at the house in Wembley. Yeah, so like things like that for some reason. So I don't know what that.
0: So odd jobs is your thing. odd jobs is
4: like the thing. So yeah, so I always try and keep busy. And it's probably because you're not thinking about the game. You know what I mean? You're just doing stuff and you're moving as well. So you're probably limbering up. And and then yeah, and then yeah. But most of those times, it's about our, our boys up the field who are on. You know, they. Yeah, there you go. they but make then you,
0: it. you kicked eleven goals straight against GWS. Yeah, like you didn't miss. That's yeah the, more, that's not just the boys giving you the ball. That's
4: No, you gotta finish it off, but um yeah. but you gotta get the opportunities as well. So yeah. So humble. Yeah. So Lekker stopped kicking to me after that eleven.
0: I actually remember um going back to that time at Wembley when oh, I said <laughs> 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 this is, <laughs> I said to you um something about Colin, you're like, Oh, I don't even know how many goals I've kicked. It was very I know my head I'm like, that's bull. Of course you knew how many goals you Do kick. you know how many
1: goals you kicked in any given season? Like at-
4: no, Na- not. Uh, nah, no. Nah. Well, nah, not as you, you're just ticking through it. Like, you're not sitting there counting your tally. you're nah. No. Nah. Right. Yeah,
1: but, like, during if, the week, when a the punter call. in your driveway says, you know, you're on 56 goals, and you're like, oh, I don't even know how many goals
4: i yeah, on. Yeah, no, a lot of the time it is like that. Yeah. yeah right. Unless someone comes and mentions you, yeah, like, you said, oh, you're only eight behind, you need to kick eight. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> right, right.
1: It was about that time that, I mean, you, you've, you haven't really been a guy that's been scrutinised for much in your career your run up yep you, you that, about that time you, you I reckon there was an 8 week period where every footy show everywhere was, yeah, you, was you yeah, doing running. your yeah. your run up yep there was yeah yeah what's that what's that what's that like given that that's that's your genuine your craft like that is yeah, your like yeah, number yeah. one thing yeah it on.
4: well it's interesting because you're like yeah i took the bit of the stutter me and like i used to kick balls into a wheelie bin as another competition and um you kind of didn't get in every time but you'd get it in the vicinity so i was kind of thinking well how do i take that into a run-up and i always had this little skip to get my casual three steps before i kicked it so that's where it's kind of incorporated from um, it kind of grew sometimes it was long sometimes it was short but I, I wasn't really fussed on the skip or the stutter it was more the last three steps were the main thing so um yeah it did blow up a bit early on and then it just became normal and then it went from like you know everyone going what the fuck what is this like you know he's fucking he's really really nervous there and it's funny because like at the time I was as calm as I've ever been in goal kicking for some reason, which is bizarre. But, um, you know, or he's, um, he can't get out of it, he can't do this and and all these things were coming in. And then it got to a point where it's like Auskick dads would walk up and go, mate, my fucking kid <laughs> is falling over every single time on a Sunday you doing your fucking stupid run-up. Can you stop? You know, like – and then for me, um, in terms of the whole time I had it, as much as the stutter was a thing, it kind of grew into a habit. So it came into something that I was comfortable with. So – when i wanted to change it cuz i wasn't feeling kind of relaxed and you probably could say a lot of outside pressure on it when you when you do something like that and you miss yes. they blame that yes. you know whereas you could do a normal run up and have the same percentage they'd be like oh well, fuck whatever you know keep working on your thing but <laughs> because it was so different it was like that's why you're missing so i knew that's wasn't why i'm missing it was my last three steps on being composed so um I started to feel a little bit off with it and Justin Longmuir at the time was, you yeah, know, he was great and he just said, look, you can either keep trying to really fine tune that or you can go back to conventional and just take away a lot of those steps because I think that's getting you off balance and, but you really need to work on it and I was like, oh yeah, sweet and it took a good year and a bit, like, it was a year, I can't remember what year it was, a year it was, long ago you'll be able to figure it out, but, I would, like, instead of actually kicking a goal, it was about my run-up. So every time so I would, I'd stutter and I'd kick a goal, I'd be like, fuck. Bro. But I, I, and it was something I couldn't break. And what I realised was when you're in a pressure situation, you revert back to something you're comfortable with. Like, it's just it's human nature. And I was really comfortable with that. So for me to break it, you know, it was really, really tough. So But then eventually it kind of just phased out and I still do a little bit of a skip just to get those last three steps, but I don't have that, that long kind of stutter into it. So
0: how, how, how did you decide how much you're going to stutter? Cause like sometimes it was like a really long. Yeah. Well
4: that's Yeah. So like I said before, like when, when you'd start sometimes I, well you couldn't stop, you know what I mean? It was hard to get that comfortable into those three steps. Right. Like cause the main thing was my last three steps. Yeah. So, and it was like, Oh, I had so much support from Lekker was a big one. You know, every time, I might have gone a bit long in the start. I got too close to the man on the mark, or you, you miss it, or he'd just walk up and go, mate, last three steps, remember, last three steps. So, like, that was my main focus in that whole setup. Whatever I did before, I wasn't really concentrating or thinking about, but you yeah, did get caught up in, in the starter a fair bit, because sometimes you'd fucking go for ages.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you've changed a fair bit about your goal kicking along the
4: way, it changes.
1: Like, one thing I reckon you've bought in probably in the last, definitely in the last five years, but maybe even less time. Is you snapping? Yep. So yeah, I don't think you've done that your whole career, but you've become a real. I reckon you get anywhere on those angles, yeah. it's anywhere from thirty to fifty, and you're snapping. Like, is that a conscious decision? Is that something that you practice for a whole preseason? Like, right, I'd be better off snapping than kicking a drop it?
4: Yeah, well, I think over time you start to just you figure out percentages in your head on what you, you, you know you're good at and what you can do. And I've always had a hook with my set shots. Um, my from my hip to my knee to everything that goes on, see I've always I've always haven't been like this is your set shot routine you need to stick, like you have to focus on just doing that and that's all you do, whereas I'll, I'll adjust sometimes, like I might have a, a my knees has been sourcing my hips out a, a little bit out, it's a bit bit tight I'll adjust with the angle I'll kick, just purely for and it's probably not the best thing but it's worked for me so um, yeah, kind of um, with the goal kicking, um, you know the I've just actually forgotten the question. Snapping. How sorry, yeah, paying? yeah, sorry. So back on the percentages, that, um, I knew that in those tight angles, I'm actually I'm not not really good. Like I'm actually not good. So drop punt, drop punt, drop punt. Yeah, because I have a bit of a hook. I, I broke my foot when I was uh, fuck yeah I reckon fifteen in in like I think I was skating, and um I've got a big lump on top of my foot. So that's. If I don't hit the ball sweet on my toe, if it hits that, it does have a curve. So I've always got that curve. So um, – and now my knees been playing up uh, like the last few years. You kind of just – all those things come into it and I'm just not, – it's not that I'm not confident. I'll still have a – I had one on the weekend where I, you go, fuck, I'll be able to pin this. And then you push to the right you go, fuck, I should have snapped on the left. <laughs> you know, and I've just found that body-wise I'm able to snap on those angles and my – in my head my probability of kicking the goal is a lot higher than having a set shot on that angle as much as you'd love to just be set shot and straight every time the probability in my head's going well i'm just going to take that risk out of it and i'll take the higher probability
0: i think it's like changed now like 4 years ago people used to be like oh stop with the you know the, <laughs> yeah. the snap kicks well, but yeah. now everyone now like guys do it f- Straight in front, set shot.
4: Yeah, well it's it's, it's hard thing, and when they do, when you miss, you know, I've done it plenty of times where you know you probably could have a set shot straight, but you go, Fuck, no, I'm probably gonna take a snap and you belly it. And they go, <sighs> while we're oh, on, I'm, I'm why, why did you keep dropping? While we're on, sort
0: of technique, I've noticed your right hand there, your ring finger on your right hands. Um, no, your right hand. That's your right. That one there. So this this finger, the left. Yes. Can you just show us? Like, g- give us
1: both. No, both of your both of your hands. Got the worst hands in the history of the world. <laughs> terrible. What camera? What camera we got here? Really? This uh, oh, this one here. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Is That's that um? Bad.
0: That is disgusting. I know. Does that like affect your holding the ball? Like, can you feel the difference in? I mean, you, what about eating it? dinner with knives and Oh, <laughs> <right? laughs> <laughs> like,
1: seriously? How are you holding anything with those hands? I know. Yeah, can I know, you make yeah. a fist? Yeah. Never seen hey? you spoil. No, you make this?
4: No, just. Oh. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> is this is why you're. A those all, is that all footy like just? <laughs> yeah, fingers. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah you know, i tape every single finger, every single joint here. Um, I have for, uh, oh, I reckon, a good ten years. There was a point where oh. I'd done a few fingers and stuff, and um, I was taping a couple. It was I can remember the day clearly when I made a decision to tape every finger. It was at the MCG playing Carlton. Um, I had. I think I had – this one's always been buckled since I was 16. So I, I taped this one. That bump. Yeah, I taped, I taped this one. I had this one taped. Uh, I think I had these two taped and maybe one. And there was like two fingers that weren't taped. And I was like, oh, I should just tape every finger just precautionary. I like, nah, nah, I'll be right. First two minutes, went to grab a ball. Cade Simpson came through and hit me. And as I hit it, boom, dislocated my finger, the one that wasn't taped. <laughs> I walked off and I just went, I'm taping every finger Every training session and every game from now on. So I've just done it. You do it yourself? Yeah, I do it. Yeah, I learned how to do it myself, yeah. So it's prep for you now? Like as much as it is like support, actual tape support, it's like mental preparation? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's just like I take my wrist. So I don't have – I've never had wrist problems, but I love watching Jonathan Brown, and Jonathan Brown wore wrist straps. So I've worn it my whole career. That's
1: great. Um, all right, I'm going to go into a couple of your awards, just some quick questions around them. So Coleman Medals, 2015, 2016, runner-up in 2017. Who bet you in oh, seven
4: it's eight? A, a, I don't. I don't actually really get annoyed with like stuff like that. But like, yeah, Bud beat me. Did he? Yeah, was I missed it? five games. I missed five games. Came back strong, and uh, I was. I think I was like. I must have been five. I was five up, going into the last game. Wow! So I was like, just putting the so third beautiful. peg in the third peg in the wall. I was like, you know, especially Bud behind you, like greatest of. Forwards of this well, ever, ever, Maybe. you know, yeah, pretty much. And I was like, you know, I'm going to beat Bud. is this? And uh, last game of year, he plays on a Saturday or a Friday night or whatever. He's playing Carlton, and uh, he kicks ten, <laughs> and he goes five ahead. <laughs> so I had to kick six, and I was like, ah. Uh, and then we we're going into a game against Adelaide, where we had to win by 23 points yes. to get into finals. Yes. So it wasn't really a day you could be a little bit selfish and hang back and try and kick as many goals as yep, you can. Have energy so kick. Keep one goal four Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. and like a belly
1: out in the full. So maybe have... yeah, I had a couple. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, it was a, yeah,
4: yeah. But um, but we won by over twenty three points, and we made finals. Yeah, that's you. the
1: Lewis Jetta chase down one wing, and then yep. kicks a goal yep. late to the last game at Subi ever.
4: The last game at Subi ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, you,
1: uh, no, I'm going to leave that. I don't want to hear your answer. Uh, all Australian 15 16 17 mm. Where are your jackets?
4: They're hanging up in my cupboard. Really? Yes. Or you only get one jacket. You just get the the different things. You don't get different jackets. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, yeah, no. You don't. It's you like don't, a prefect blazer. Yeah, it's not like um, Corey Enright's got like nine jackets sitting up in his thing. Yeah. He's just got like all the different years so on he, that one jacket. So, okay, just say you won mm-hmm. All-Australian this year, hypothetical. Yeah, you give your jacket back and they would put a...
1: And so with the photo, you're wearing your, your, your 2015... Blazer. Yeah, yeah, with the, with, the, with the year on it.
0: Yep. Does it. Does anyone else know? You know no, that? I didn't know that. What, I mean, but bodies change. Someone's yeah. wearing like they're like, it looks like they're wearing the dad's suit one week.
4: Yeah, I like to be honest, that was so that's 17 was the last one. So I, don't, I actually don't know if I could put it on. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, 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 that's, that's what happens. So, yep. Very good. Yeah. Fun um, fact. Three Ross
1: Glendinning Allen medals. Mm-hmm. Um, 16, 17, 20. What's different about a derby? Um, is there anything different about a derby um, compared to other in-season games?
4: Yeah, well, I think, like, uh, essentially the, the rivalry between the two clubs, like, as much as a lot of the players from coaches or even some of the players like, oh, it's just another week, you know, we don't want to get caught up in it. But, um, yeah, it is, it is something that uh, is – I think they're great to play in as a player, um, you know, and for fans, it's huge in WA. But, yeah – when I moved, when I first came over um, and talking to Brawny and Fletch and these guys, and Carlton Collingwood had a massive rivalry, you know. I played my first game against Collingwood. Um, there was 82,000 people and, you know, they talk a bit about rivalry but it was it was just just footy. It wasn't really like, it wasn't this hatred, so to speak, in terms of the playing group and that. But come over here initially, it was, you know, those older guys, I hated for it. I absolutely hated them. And um, you kind of realise, oh, it's it's pretty big, you know, and – I think over time that is kind of – not physically out. It's like we don't hate Freo, you know what I mean, but you don't want to lose to them. And we've been quite lucky being in that period where we won 11 in a row. So, um, And they had a good run on previous to that. I think yeah. uh, my first two derbies we didn't win, and then we won that one with when Ballantyne, remember, um, had that shot after Siren, played on, definitely played on, so I shouldn't even have the shot. Actually, spoke, speaking to Dean Margets
1: next week about it, so...
4: Yep, yeah, that's definitely playing. Oh, It wasn't a free kick to start with. Like, easy... No, you spoiled. No, Matt Rosa. Matt Rosa spoiled and it went straight over the boundary and called deliberate. Siren it went. Actually, it was deliberate. If you want me to be... Was that Dino called that? It was, yes. If you want me to be um,
1: uh, unbiased, it, that's deliberate. You cannot... The
3: first cannot, spoil wasn't... A spoil out of it.
2: bounds
1: from a mark is not deliberate. It was bouncing on the ground, and he punched it out of a player's hand. That's deliberate. That, by the rule, that's, that's 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 couldn't be more to the definition of deliberate bounce. Oh, I
4: don't know, mate. a bit of pressure coming from we, the front. We can
1: see that JK still plays the West. <laughs> <North>. <laughs>
4: you won that game. Relax.
1: Uh, I uh, touched that ball, but um, what well, on the kick on the line? Yeah, into the post. Yeah, yeah I touched or it. Or off the post into the post. Oh, right, right. You were up there jumping around, and you reckon you touched it?
4: Yeah, I got over Nick Nui. No, Nick Nat Watch was the footage
1: trying to jump on me. <laughs> so you reckon you're the man who touched it? Yeah. You came from the front of the pack
4: though, didn't you? No, I come from the side. Did you? Oh from the front, yeah, sorry, front side, yeah. We need to fact check that, Charlie.
0: <laughs> Get slow, slow over all over. Right,
4: um, I've I've
1: I've I've been chatting about different things. So now all right, we're gonna go to the grand finals, right? So twenty fifteen and twenty eighteen. Yep. Twenty fifteen, um assume you don't want to speak that much about it, but what do you learn out of twenty fifteen? Uh in hindsight. What what how do you think you played? Um what do you take away as learnings and what do you do reflecting back on that day?
4: Oh, it's huge learnings, yeah. It's um, <clears throat> something like you can you can hide away and not really want to speak about and just speak about the good stuff. But it was, a, it was a massive pivotal point, I think, well, for me individually and probably a lot of us on um, being able to perform um, on the big stage and the preparation you need to put in to a day like that and... Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. I, I don't think that I probably prepared as well as I should have. Um, and probably the, not the mental side, but the when things are getting heated, uh, how to get out of that cloud and get back on task and, and be able to focus on what you need to do. Um, you know, a lot of the time back then, we had a really good year in 15. Um, we beat Hawthorne in that first final. Um, kind of thinking it's, you know, very similar. Going to be a grand final. It's going to be a tough task, but you kind of you just do what you need to do and and play against them the way you played against. And um, as that pressure started to build, I think on the scoreboard and thinking, you know, "Well, what I got to do? I got to uh, for us to win. I got to kick six So then you just go away from those little things that um, I suppose come into it and. Yeah, and you know, had a terrible game. Like for me individually, uh, it was terrible. It was you win a Coleman that year, and you know, you're goal kicking that you needed to be relied on for a team, and I didn't kick one. Um, so, yeah, Chip Frawley, who I've had massive battles over with, the, with the, over the years, and from when he was at Melbourne when we, f- we first started playing to the back end of, of thing, and I've always loved playing against him. It's He's a great challenge, he's a great player, and um, he kept me goalless that grand final, and um, yeah, it, it hurt heaps and a lot of that pressure and focus came back on and post that and it was something, you know, that I'd never really dealt with, so to speak. And uh, then you start to work on things on how do I get better in those situations, How do I, how do I – put prep into my opponent to know that I can do everything to help expose their weaknesses and still utilise my strengths to be able to perform an impact. And then also when things aren't going your way, because sometimes they don't in football, how do you kind of get out of those little ruts rather than being so clouded the whole time? And then siren goes and it's like, fuck, we just lost the grand final. And we got spanked by 46 points. Like, fuck, just happened then. So, um as much as it's disappointing for fans and everything and you, you build so much up to that point, um, I think it really held well, me individually in a good spot post that and, and it just makes you – and you just learn. It's just like life. You, you make mistakes and you fuck up along the line. you just got to keep getting better. There's no point sooking about it. and um, I reckon that held us in good stead in 18. I truly do. I reckon there was a lot of us players who went through that understand what it felt like to lose, and also not to play well. Um, And then once we got to 18, I think that really put us in good stead, especially after that first quarter when they kicked five goals in a
1: row. So after 2015, the uh, opposition analysis coach at Hawthorne came across to West Coast, John Wardrop. So he was Mm. the guy that prepared that team to play against West Coast. So Mm. he was a pretty good resource for us at the club. I remember one team session we had, it was at like a university or something, and he got up and spoke about what Hawthorne scouted about yeah, us. Yeah, that, that?
4: that was that was very insightful. Yeah. Like
1: And so they, they spoke about West Coast. We were heavily relying on Josh Kennedy to kick goals. For us to win games, Josh had to kick three or four goals. Um just just on looking at our stats mm-hmm. over that you know period, Josh plays well West Coast win. So it was stop Josh Kennedy and if they're gonna beat us, you know, the other forwards can pop up and kick goals to beat us. And stop Nick Natanui as mm-hmm. well. And Prita was a big one yeah, as well. Nick Natanui to Prita yeah. was kind of the midfield yeah. thing. Um, and then our back line um, high intercept marking team Worked well together So bring the ball to ground um, Rioli wins the Norm Smith That, that day A small yeah. Um So they pretty much Executed everything And they, they scouted The shit out of us mm. And we didn't do the same We didn't prepare Like yeah. you said We win that qualifying final And we think Well it's going to be hard It's a yeah. grand final But we'll just do it again
4: Yeah yeah. It's so, it's so Whereas true Whereas they were like yeah. This
1: is how we bet West Coast Yeah
4: And it's you, you, It's shameful To kind of look back now And individually go like Oh why didn't I prepare as well as I should have for the biggest? Like that's like as a kid, like grand finals, huge. Yeah. I've never been played in a grand final at all, junior level, till you know right there and then. And it was like that's what your dream is to do. Why the fuck didn't I really fully prepare in what they want to do, what their backs want to do, what Chip was going to do, and what had gone in previous you know games, and then what our midfield looks like if the ball's not coming down, or how that how that's going to look with the footy coming at you. So. Yeah, it's, it's, do you it's, have it's, an answer? Hey, why didn't you? Why didn't you, oh, mate? I, honestly, I don't. Like, I think you just you naive to the point. I think we, for me individually, just you got through the year on. Um, we were playing well. Um, we'd hadn't been challenged, so to speak, um, in a way that Hawthorne did it that day. And um, and yeah, I reckon it just was like a it was a smack between the eyes. It was the a good one.
0: and the result of their. Prep is Jeremy McGovern kicking two goals. I mean, I don't know how many do games you know Jeremy Gov McGovern
1: kicked two goals in the 2015 grand final. Did yeah. he? Yeah. I don't do know how know many that? games
0: he would have kicked How picked, did he do that? Two goals. He was a backman. Do you know that?
4: Yeah.
0: Dan told me that before. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. double check the stats. Kicked
4: two. I took a mark late and I handballed to Lecker. And I kind of always think, like, oh, fuck, should I should just gone back and kicked the goal, then I would have had one goal. <laughs> 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 but I handballed it. Bloody Lekker. I, uh, I handballed to him and he came and goes, thanks, mate. And I said, yeah, no worries. And I was like, fuck, that was my opportunity. Uh, we would have lost
1: anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I know. Known, it? I know. So, okay, so move forward to 2018 then. So you clearly learned that you've got to prepare better. Um, I remember things I remember about you in 2018 were uh, you, you drove a lot of the – you personally drove a lot of the uh, – it's culture, I suppose, uh, around the group of that week. You spoke to the group at the start of that week, out the front by yourself. Uh, one, of, one of the things was no sunglasses, no phones rule, um, both at training – Almost around the club and definitely in the grand final parade. Yep. And you spoke about let me, let me get this right: embracing the week. It was about embracing the week, no? Uh it,
4: yeah,
1: was, yeah, like it, was, em- it was. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, enjoy the game. It wasn't, wasn't enjoy the week. Yeah, it, it was to have a good yeah. time. Well, I think we had a
4: win. Yeah, yeah. It was in. It was embracing the game. So we talked about the game is one hundred and twenty minutes of footy. So I think previously in fifteen was a bit like. Oh, Look, we're in a grand final. How good's this? The town's up and about. Let's embrace that week. You know, people are going to be training. We had fifteen thousand people training. Just soak it all up. And I reckon, you know, a lot of us we just got caught up with that and probably took away from preparing for one hundred and twenty minutes of what we need to do on the weekend. So a little bit of that, embrace the game, um, was more the focus rather than fuck like the week. Let's just get through the week and do you what you need to do, and then we're going over for one hundred and twenty minutes of footy, and that's it. Win the cup and come back. And just simplifying that I was, was the point I was. Yeah, a lot of us were trying to make. No
1: phones, no sunnies in the parade. That, that was, it was, it was 120 minutes, no phones. Oh, pre. No, yeah. no phones. Yeah. This is before the game. Mm. You're going to have photographers there, going to enjoy it. No phones, no sunglasses. What did JK say? No phones, no sunglasses. <laughs> 21 players of the 22. No phones, no sunglasses. At the very back of the group. Oh, Jeremy McGovern is sitting up there with his sunnies on, <laughs> taking photos of himself. Is that who it was? Or was it? I'm well, sure. remember, Gov, remember, Gov had Gov, that bloody
4: or whatever the he accident, had whatever. The car accident thing with his bloody internal bleeding or whatever, and he wasn't going to come. And then I think the AFL made a phone call and said, Jeremy That's McGovern right. is sitting in the parade; uh, otherwise, he's not playing. West Coast isn't <laughs> playing. you don't get to train on the yeah, MCG. You, d- remember yeah. that? Yeah, they're going to take yeah. away the training session. They, they, that, take, they yeah. weren't going to let us train on the MCG pre-game. So, so Gov got rushed from wherever he was sitting under a tree somewhere and he um <laughs> and he rocks in and his camera's rock straight up and he's boom sunnies are on and i the, the reason for the sunnies and no phones was was a little bit and this come from will as well um, was photos and stuff and all that you know we're going to get that after the best photos are going to be when you're holding a cup so we don't want to look like rock stars and that's what a little bit i think in 15 felt like was like how, how, good, this, are we? This? Like, how good is like how good is like people Two hundred thousand at Grand Final Parade, sitting there getting selfies and everything like that. And just wanted to take away that kind of, I suppose, rock star feeling that probably you probably would get. And don't worry about the photos, just get there, just in there, we get there to train and then we're here for 120 minutes of footy. That was the, the main thing from it. And I think Hutchie was the other one who stood up and took a selfie. <laughs> and he was a bit like Pretty much said to me, he just goes, fuck you, JK, this w- is a moment I'm taking. So. He wanted it for his Tinder profile, I'm pretty sure, Hutch. <laughs> no, um,
1: okay, so what are you, um, <clears throat> some reflections on the game perhaps? We've got to kind of move through a bit, but yeah. like just the game in itself, um, the start, uh, different moments, you kicked three that day, Yeah. Um, what do you think about the game, thinking about Back on it.
4: Oh, that's probably two kicks off when Norm Smith. <laughs> <laughs> For really now, oh, that's great. No, I missed the first goal of the game. So that was like... You did. That was a huge moment. It was 30 seconds into play. Um, ball scragging around the middle. Boots gets it out, which is, you know, pretty much my career. Boots gets out running. I know that it's coming straight to me. And I was able to get a bit of split and um, took a mark about, you know, 35, 40 out. And... Crowd goes nuts 30 seconds Got the ball in my hands Hadn't kicked to go on the last grand final I was like oh, How good is this yeah. Mason Cox Mason Cox takes the mark And he's like 20 foot tall Stands up And I'm like will oh, give myself a couple metres And then Just went back oh, I've, oh, I was so confident I was going to kick that And then it just faded to the right And then he hit his oh, And I was like isn't there isn't there something to do with winning the coin toss that people that win the coin oh the it? stats though I got got told a few stats um, pre game it was um, yeah one was well if you draft Rioli you in within three years you win a flag that's been since Morris senior that's fact that's wow. fact that was fact so we drafted Willie a year ago the year before yep. so I was like oh beautiful there's there's one big tick and then yep. uh, the other stat was in the last five or six years whichever. Um, Whichever team, had, or whatever the toss, kicked to the city end, they'd, they'd won the game. And I was oh. like, oh, so Bung usually comes to me and it's like, which end you want to go? I was like, well, if you win it, go city end, because the odds are saying that we're going to win based off that. One coin toss, that was all we <laughs> were relying on. And then uh, the other one was, I think within the – it was like five or six years, similar, similar time frame, the team that kicked the first score, uh, goal. First goal lost the grand final. Yeah, Right. So – Part of my head in thinking yeah. we're missing that <laughs> first goal was, oh, you know, they can't get a goalie. I'll wait till they kick one. Little did I know that Varko, once he kicked that first goal, he uh, they kicked four others and yeah, yeah. we are under the pump. Five goals to zero yeah. in a grand final. Yes. Yes.
0: Did you get taken back to 15 at any point during that?
4: I reckon there was one point. We a lot more switched on in talking about that cloud and the pressure and stuff. I knew... I knew that we had a bit of control of the footy. Um, there was just a few little mishaps, and they had just been really efficient. And us as forwards, we hadn't actually kicked straight. I missed one, and a few guys missed some some other ones, and the opportunities were there. So when you're out there you, you know these opportunities are coming forward, you go, we're on here, we're switched on. So I kind of felt like we were okay, but there was a point – I reckon maybe Coley dropped that and um, Stephenson. Uh, Stephenson came through and kicks that goal and me and Laka looked at each other and it was like, like, fuck, this is 15 all over again. Fuck, what are we doing? But um, Willie kicks that goal, does that little soccer and just a little back bit of lifts. His heel, wasn't it? Yeah, back of his heel lifts a bit. Um, I was lucky enough to get on the end of one in that first and um, kind of obviously two, then it's three goals down, it's like, oh, no, we're right, we're all good. Um, so, yeah, we go into quarter time. Still pretty confident in yeah. terms of what we were doing. We just needed to yeah, mids were doing really well, I think. And um, so were the backs, but we just it was just let go let let a few through. Siren goes. Win the game. Yep. What's the feeling? Um it's probably yeah, it was oh, I can't even explain it. Like the AJ our runner ran out with ten seconds ago with that last forward stoppage. And I see him put his hands up, like he goes, you know, ten seconds. So in my head I'm just counting down. I'm just going, ten, nine and shit's happening and Pendles gets that ball and he sprays it. Yoey gets it because he's, you know, in that position. Kennedy, Kennedy,
1: Kennedys is counting down. I'm counting down. Uh, they, they, I'm in a position while, while, to count While down. Is counting count down, Collingwood get the clearance and it's about five centimetres from going over Yoey's head mate, and I'm, being one-on-one with Jordan Degoe and Will Schofield inside the forward half. I'm, so I'm, thanks I'm for counting down. it down, mate. Mate, I was
4: in a position where I, was, I could count down. I was just holding that corridor balance, <laughs> mate. It was all right. Like, Yo, he was there. But yeah, he had what he had, Stevenson, my, my check and... Um, Varco. Varco. Three of the fastest blokes in the field would have. You were deep on to Goey in the goal square. Mm. I'll back you in every day of the week, but I'm just. I reckon if that was hand over Yoey and they'll run at you. If you see that last five seconds, so Yoey gets it and k- snaps it. And
1: yep. honest Varco <coughs> is five centimetres away from smothering it. And there was three. It was just a wave of Collingwood it was, players. Yep, they're coming straight at Scoey on to Goey. Well, sometimes lie in bed. I promise this. Sometimes lie in bed. I think like what would have happened, if I, like because there was maybe like seven seconds left. Like, is there enough time? Does it? Do they get it? Do they? Do they kick it? And there's like two seconds left, and I give a free kick away. Like, yeah. does Jordan go? He like go back for a set shot after the siren.
4: Is it a foot race?
1: Can yeah, I win. Is it a foot race. I fall over. And he like, like, sort
0: yeah. of had your number that game as well.
4: Excuse yeah. <laughs> me. <laughs> right. He did play well. He kicked some goals that day. But yeah. So the siren goes <laughs> But yeah So i would counting down Obviously And then Yoey know, kicks it back then, And then That's when I, st- I stopped counting Because I came in you know, To be involved in the play And <laughs> um, Redo um, Grabbed it And he Somehow fluffed it up the air He just didn't hold it in And then Masto Grabbed it Pulled it in And then we we're all around And then the siren goes So For me um, I just I'd, The emotion of, of Winning I think And It was all built in to that one point. You know, you see guys like, oh, even Hawthorne when they played us, you know, they knew they were going to win in that last quarter. You know, they've already kind of had those emotions of winning which kind of drag out that whole quarter. Whereas for us, like it was down to those last final, well, till the siren went. It's just everything came out. So I just, I turned to the sky and I just I screamed as loud as I could. And then in my head, I was just like, where's Lecker? Because we'd been, you know, we're the best mates, we've been through so much footy together. And I opened my eyes, and he's right there, and he spear tackles me to the ground. <laughs> and I was just hugging him, and we were just laying on the ground. And yeah, he's just all I can remember is he, he goes, "We fucking did it. We just we done it. We done it." And we're just hugging and hugging. I think Redo tried to jump on, or Hutchy saying, so "Give him an elbow." I was just like, "Fucking, just leave this moment." <laughs> yeah, and it's quite funny. I think over our career, we've always you know played a lot of footy together. We celebrated a lot together. Peter Sumich actually back in the day made a rule because he thought we were carrying on too much with, you know, kicking goals and he just made a rule, you, you, your dicks aren't allowed to touch when you celebrate because we're coming in too close, we're hugging, we're just in there and we're just up and about. So a lot of it was like, you know, high-fiving and stuff. And so you're right, that day, that rule went out the fucking door. Yeah, There's a fair bit of dick touching.
1: <laughs> oh, that's very good. All right, that's uh, that's 2018 done and dusted. So we have a few more years after that. Um I'm gonna finish on the stats. Seven hundred goals. Kick your seven hundredth goal for the uh in the AFL. So not for the footy club. No. Six eighty nine for West Coast. Yep. But seven hundred AFL goals. What's that moment like for you um last week?
4: Yeah, look, oh, it's um it's pretty uh, pretty surreal, I think. Um, yeah, look, to be honest, uh I didn't really know I was getting to that point until someone texted you and said, oh, I just saw it in the article you're only four off and then same as what you did. You know, it's just like <laughs> Fuck, I gotta kick four goals, There's a bit of pressure now. Um, and obviously, uh coming off into Richmond, um, yeah, we had a you know, this spankiness and first half I wasn't anywhere near it, couldn't get a touch. And um so it kinda of goes out of your hair, but then you kick a couple and then yeah, you start ticking over in your head, like, oh well, kick one, three more, and you kick another, it's like, oh, it's only a couple and um, out of it the whole time. I mum had come down, which was good. So mum had come down, and she's sitting up there with Lauren in the stand, and she was at that pocket, like you know, at that end. So, um, kicked another there was only one to go, and then, and then, yeah, we were obviously getting spanked. So it's it's kind of you just try not to get you know spanked by even more because it was 109 points in the end. Um, but yeah, lucky enough, Dicko won that contest, sends that handball, and as I snapped it, um, it uh, kind of went through and. Yeah, it was just a moment where I was just so glad Mum and my like and my wife were there. That's what I was waving to. I was waving to them in that pocket, um, you know, because they've they've sacrificed so much for for my career, uh, Mum and and Lauren. And so to have that point, even though we were losing, it was kind of like you know just a bit of a thank you. And yeah, it's um, it's something I'll probably look back later and reflect on a bit more. But um, yeah, it was a it was a pretty cool moment. You looked emotional, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just because. Um, yeah, I think yeah, you, you look all well, supporters are the big one, the fans. You know, like um, as much as we perform, and you feel like you give to them, like what they've given me over the years is like, yeah, I can't even explain it. Like it's something that I'll always, always cherish forever. And to see them stand up and clap, you're like fuck, you know, get teary. Like going back, you know, bolters like your opposition shaking like, hand oh, fucking just <laughs> trying to trying to be tough here. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It's a special moment that I'll, I'll never forget. Yeah. Do you um,
1: do you count it as seven hundred? Because I know when we've done milestone videos, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've done milestone videos at West Coast Dan, and you you know play a hundredth game, you get a highlight video. Well, Kenner's would always wait till one hundred and eleven, or one hundred and sixty-one. He played eleven games with Carlton. Twenty-two,
4: twenty-two, yeah, 22.
1: 11 goals. Twenty-two games with Carlton. Yep. Um, yeah, that's correct. Uh, thanks for correcting me. So it'd always be twenty-two games late. So, the goal side of things, eleven goals with Carlton. Yeah, yeah. Do you, is it seven? Is it seven hundred for you?
4: Well, no. Well, yeah, well it's it's, a, it's yeah. I, I, I think yeah. Once you if I do kick another eleven goals this year, like it would be another special moment where we have done it. You know, for West Coast. If you, if you kick it, twelve, you pass Pav. As the most goals from, from for a West Australian team. He kicked 700 for Freo. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there's more pressure there. I've got to kick 12 now for the rest of the year. That's all I've got to do. <laughs> How many games? games? 16?
1: <laughs> You've also got to play 16 games to play a 300th game.
4: Yeah. No, we've got to play finals, don't we? Well, I don't know. I miss that
1: one 16 COVID?
3: rounds left. Yeah, I, Charlie's done the calculations now. potentially wrong. So Somebody 80... put this in, Scotial. Don't actually. throw it yeah. to <laughs> someone else, Charlie. You're the one telling <laughs> so me, wait, mate. So, you
0: think you need one finals game in order to crack 300? Well, Is I think I, I think I
4: had to play every game this year, which was when I was um, looking at going on this year. Oh, it was very unlikely that I was going to play every game, but still give yourself every opportunity. But yeah, I missed with one with COVID. So, I thought we've got to play finals to, to get that 300 mark.
1: Maybe you can join the nine four club. I finished on one nine four. Maybe you could do two nine four.
4: Yeah, well I probably I'll probably will. I'll <laughs> probably get to that, yeah. Good. Yeah. Unless I can get through sixteen games. But it's just me
1: a part of that club at the moment. You can join that if you like. Oh, I,
4: really?
3: forgot or, or you, guys, um, I forgot about the bye. I forgot about the buy. So it's fifteen games left this season. Uh, oh, sixteen, 16 weeks. It. Sixteen weeks. There you so go, fun. there you go. So yeah, yeah. will you play again next season? Will
4: I? Oh, oh.
3: Like it. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh
4: no, nah, I don't think so. I don't think I will. Yeah, heard it here first on back. So chat. you might you might end two nine nine. Could but yeah, could do possibly. Yeah, I don't. Uh, to be honest, the way the knees go and everything, like I don't even know if I'll get through those fifteen. But I've been watching that <laughs> rig-, rig of yours. If you play fifteen games the rest of the year,
1: <laughs> I'll do a lap around Optus Stadium uh, holding two Philadelphia officials. <laughs> do you like Philadelphia officials? Do you like if you had to if you had to eat a feeling? Do you,
0: do, you you like fi- do you like Do no, you like
4: Nah, no, double whoppers a oh, no.
0: <laughs> such a rat. Um, <laughs> speaking of um what what's your thoughts on the the lap around Optus, like for retired players? You you rate that?
4: Um yeah, oh, I I think it's um yeah, it's good recognition and um for yeah, I think for the supporters and the fans to 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 see guys go around, yeah for sure. Do yeah. you reckon
0: Scoy deserves one?
4: Yeah, <laughs> <Yes. off> retired. <laughs> yeah, retired. Of course i deserves. deserve <laughs>
0: So why? Would you, so I've, I've just seen players this season do it that retired after. Sky. I'm I'm just curious, like if it's a do you have to yeah. reach a certain?
4: I don't. I actually don't filter. know. I don't know. I don't know You're asking probably one of the right you know one of the leaders at the club. Yeah, no, I just that's yeah. probably a good point. Feels like I haven't been... even thought about that, Sky. So <laughs>
1: look, I can't say that I haven't thought about it to be real honest. <laughs> yeah. But I just it's a bit a bit, bit bit weird from, coming from me. But um yeah I mean you guys are talking about it, so I mean I guess I can join Yeah, it. we could probably bring that up. Love a lap to be honest. Yeah.
0: It's
4: yeah. a bit late. It's a bit late now, isn't it? Is it? Is it I mean is it? I, I saw, saw No, a, I mean,
0: red red and Redden ship going around I mean, Ve-
4: um, Venice Venus is going around. Venice
0: had one.
4: Yeah, Venice had one, Yep,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's goe. All right, um, that's good. <laughs> uh, we could, yeah, uh, walking up the chain. <laughs> quick little touch on. Um, we spoke about it with Kyle Godwin. He's a vice captain of the Western um, Western Force rugby player. Hmm. He's speaking. He's the fines master at Western Force, and yeah. we we're just speaking about it, and made me think of a just a all time moment of spinning the wheel when you spun up, called the coach a nickname oh. in a team meeting. <laughs> yeah, can you? I, I did my best to talk through Adzi Mm. was the uh, Adzy, was yep. the nickname. <laughs> yep. How do you think ZMO took that? Do you think
4: well? Well, not really, because I think we we hadn't won on the weekend and it was a it was a probably opportune moment where I didn't want to let the boys down, but in hindsight probably shouldn't have done it at that point in time. But we used to roll our fines straight into like a team meeting. I don't know if mentioned, you mentioned yep. that. So we've gone through the fines. Um, we spin the wheel of having to get up for a fine. And, yeah, it was um, – call the call the coach a nickname in a meeting. Now, was it Adzi or did we have to make up something? We well, made, made up Adzi. Yeah, you made that up Adzi. Adzi. Yeah, you call him Adzi in a team meeting. And I suppose as one of the senior players and, you know, I've always tried to um, get around with the boys and, you know, I said, oh, oh fucking, I'll do it. Your buy-in's been high for your career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do buy-in. it. I'll do it. And then kind of umming and ahhing. I'm thinking when's the best opportunity. Is your heart
0: like pounding? Are you thinking about it?
4: Yeah, yeah, 100%. We've Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've just come off a loss as well. Remember? So I kind of knew – I was kind of see how the, the thing was uh, – like the meeting was – the vibe of the meeting was going. Simo started actually all right. Like I didn't think it was it was too bad. And then he asked me a question uh, and I think everyone just like this is froze. It. This is it. And I was like, you know, this is my moment. All right. So answer answered something and I was talking, I was talking, and then he like cut me off. Like he actually like went straight into something else. And I was like – Fucking missed it. And then he kept talking about what we were talking about, something that – and so I had more info. I was like, oh, excuse me, Adzie. Adzi, just – and then I went back into this. And as I finished, everyone kind of went, oh. But, like, you know, the laughter, quiet. And he stopped and he goes, did you just call me Adzie? And I was like, oh, yeah, and everyone erupted. And then he's just like, yeah. Oh. And then he moved straight on. to, And I was like, oh, fuck, he didn't, even, he didn't laugh with it. And then anyway, so I'm just – I didn't even listen to the rest of the meeting. In my head, I'm just like, okay, what do I say to Simo? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, meeting finished and I was just like straight up there. And I was just like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Probably timing with that. He's like, yeah, yeah, timing's probably not the best after, you know, probably want to get some points off across that meeting. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he changed the whole fine system thing. And then, <laughs> I don't know, the, the, the funniest thing about it all was that that afternoon, walking down the hallway, Simo is – Hamish Brayshaw – Walks past him And goes Adzie <laughs> Walks past him He turns around And goes Hammer And I'm sorry He goes Don't you fucking call me Adzie Ever again <laughs> Until you win a couple of comments, Like it was something like that And I uh, Hammer oh, <laughs> Hammer good. froze oh. So that was probably The funniest thing out of it But poor Hammer Yeah
1: He tried to have a bit of a laugh got the, got the boys from one of the pods Watching along here They've done Hamish Brayshaw That is absolute <laughs> gold I forgot about that <laughs> Oh my god Oh, that's brilliant! Um, all right, very good. Uh, last one before social media. I did want to. Um, uh, that's a good stat from Swamp. Will and JK playing together. All right. <clears throat> so, I played 194 games AFL footy. How yeah. many games did we play together out of those 194?
3: Oh. Uh, 160. Right on the
0: money. Is Sorry. it really?
4: Sorry, what? How did you. It's to piss.
0: Did you see my computer screen? No. Nah.
1: 160. That is correct. Really? That's actually right. <laughs> what
4: the fuck? So, well, that's all I'm good at numbers. Just probability of kicking a snap. Like, you just. <laughs> I worked out. I missed right, about, 2012. I missed about 16 games. The rest of them been all right. What
0: about wins, losses?
4: Oh, wins, losses? Uh, I reckon. I don't know how many, but I reckon we would have had more wins by the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Sort of a ratio. Uh, how many wins? If 160 games, how many of those did we win?
4: Uh, I'm going to say 102
1: wins. Uh, very close, really. 92. 92 wins, 67 losses, one draw. One draw. I don't know if I remember which. Gold Coast, maybe. Um, and how many goals did you kick in those 194 games? And how many did I kick? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, Well, 160, so I reckon I've kicked in those 160, maybe 280
1: Go up, please Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely, go up
4: 320 Keep going Keep going Oh, really?
1: (laughs) you got to remember I was kicking you a lot of these (laughs) goals 426 goals for you Really? In those 160? Yeah, that's right I play you <laughs> kick goals. That's it. Yep. Uh, and then what about how many did I kick? Oh, I reckon you would have so, kicked Yeah, so one sixty games. So. Nine. Not bad. Fifteen. Oh. Bad. 15. oh no, I was a running, carrying yeah, defender on stage. Few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't always pass them to you when yeah, I got I know, out. I like, Just I know. bang him home. Yeah, there you go. So 15. Have, I, I reckon Bunger would be the only other bloke, but he missed a full year with a broken leg. And no, I, I played was, every game that year. It was two thousand nine? No Chersenon. Yeah, uh, maybe ten. Maybe maybe ten. I reckon he got injured at the start of ten. Ah, uh, okay, got you. And so I reckon you may be my number one,
4: my, yeah. my partner in crime. I missed. Well, I missed sixteen in um, two thousand twelve. Remember did that Like he did his knee that year.
1: Maybe I didn't play much that year. I don't know.
4: Yeah. yeah
1: Anyway, one sixty. I think that's yeah, pretty nice. good. Very good. All right. Social media is here. Um, social media <coughs> brought to you by Cameo. Oh really? Cameo is the sponsor Ooh. of social media. Nice. You're, you're a big Cameo man. I know you. Big are. Cameo, yeah. Your birthday messages. A few birthday messages and an engagement message. We had a message across uh, social media, so where the fans ask... You've been doing social media for a long time. You've yes, done yes, social so. media oh, yes I know what it is. The, the fans ask the guests the question. Yes. yes. All right, we'll have you out after this. I appreciate your time, but this is very important. This may be the most important. Okay. Apparently, you've helped someone propose to their wife on Cameo. Oh well, there's been yeah, there's
4: been a few yeah,
1: random, a few yeah, random. I mean, Dan thinks? gets feet requests. I know you have you. I've it,
4: never had a foot request. So so you have you've helped oh, someone seen propose. Hands, I can't I can't <laughs> imagine <laughs> what what <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs>
1: but can I get a picture of your hands? <laughs> anyway, um, if you want to find Josh Kennedy over there, if you want to find Dan Const, uh, if you want to find Will Schofield, it's the perfect Mother's Day gift. It is Mother's Day's coming up on Sunday. Just jump onto cameo and get JK telling her how much he, that he loves your mum. You love a plug, eh? Oh, it, I've, <laughs> hey, I've got to do it because it's just—it's a perfect thing. Cameo—you can find JK over there. You might even be able to find Charlie over there for our uh, mum. Yeah, it might all, be on soon. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe some of those single mums for Charlie. I'll <laughs> oh, just
0: say it. Just say it. The single yeah. mums out there. There's a marker for it,
1: yeah, that's correct. All right, social media. Let's get into it. Katrina
4: J Mercer.
0: Okay. Whilst performing your Zen barefoot stretching routine on the grass right before a game, what are you really listening to in those headphones?
4: Um, Blink One Eight Two. It's my favourite band. <laughs> zen. No, no. This no is just it's like, it is. It people, is. People
1: think you sit out there and
4: you're listening to yeah. It like, but yeah. Well, am I? I do a bit of, of grounding. I connect with the ground. Obviously, there's a bit of that stuff. But, um, but Blink One Eight Two is usually what's in my... Great. That makes me happy.
1: All right. We're doing this rapid fire like yep. at Riley J. Nelson underscore.
0: Uh, who was the grumpiest teammate you had to come up against at training? And why was it Will Schofield? <laughs> yeah.
4: I was just about to say, it's Yeah, <laughs> The fuse.
0: I mean, I wasn't that grumpy,
1: was I?
4: But you're a fuse. You yeah. used the fuse all the time.
1: No, it never, it never, never lasted
4: into the change rooms. It was just there, and then, I, or sometimes. Oh, uh, okay. you, you're
0: pretty grumpy. Some sprays. See, he's going to give some sprays on the field.
4: No, oh, no, 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 no. He would, he would never have an argument with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> T money ninety seven.
0: Um, my son won a local raffle and got to do a kick to kick with J.K. Josh got him clean in the head with a Ripper Falcon and gave him a blood nose. <laughs> my boy supports the Dockers now. Oh, okay. Like. <laughs>
4: I, I can I, I'm pretty sure that's the I think that's true. Oh, I'm pretty sure that is, yeah. I I do remember doing some kick to kicks and I've pulled piled one straight them. in the kids' yeah face. You've done a few appearances over your time, haven't you? Just we've done you know, a few, give yeah. back to the community. Yeah, there's been a few of those, yeah, in the community yeah, where that Matt, one didn't really go too well. That cut back underscore.
0: Uh, JK is known as a man with a lot of fingers and a lot of pies outside footy. Which past or present teammate is the most mm-hmm. active in trying to make a few dollars away from the club?
4: Pastor Prell, well, this guy here has got more fingers than anything. Yeah. Um, Jerry McGovern's probably one as well, yes. and Dom Sheed yes. is probably the other one. That's the that's the holy trilogy of West Coast players. You,
0: you actually listed those exact players before Did you yeah? came in. That's correct. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. this sort because, of thing, because yeah.
1: Uh, maybe ask for a signature after this. And I said, well, you, I hope you've got your cash with you for the signature piece. No,
4: No, no, hey. don't don't, don't write that narrative to me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the fingers in the pies,
1: I would not want those fingers in any pies <laughs> that I've seen. They're just horrible. Yeah, good spam with. Jamie.SignMire.Music.
0: <laughs> hey, Josh. Back in the day, I worked at Harvey Norman in Aussie Park. Yes. Uh, and you continued to bring in a laptop from the prehistoric era. Be prepared and reset despite us constantly telling you you should fork out for a new one. Are you still using that laptop? So uh, uh, what did you
1: have on there?
4: Well, I, just, I thought you just fixed the laptop. You never go and buy a new one. And I didn't, there was the time where I didn't want to go to an Apple. I like, didn't want right. to go to an Apple.
1: Stubborn. So. Josh Kennedy, the most stubborn person I've ever yeah. met. I, had the Microsoft I don't want HP, to do this. doesn't matter how good. didn't
4: I- want to go to Apple. I just, it was too hard. Everyone's all these different plugs and shit. I was like, no, nah. so I fix it and they I- Do you still own it? No, they got chucked out probably a couple of years ago. A <laughs>
1: couple <laughs> years ago. Back in 2010. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, T double underscore dizzy, uh, triple underscore, I believe. A lot of underscores absolutely love those. Uh, you
0: don't score 700 goals just by being a calm, composed, carefree character. Describe the beast that is Josh Kennedy on the football field and what's driven him to still be one of the best power forwards in today's game, even at the age of 34. Oh, Jesus. Oh, um, Quick
1: fire, thanks. We've already got your life story, so.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I oh, just I, I, I watched you. I, probably I, my teammates. The
1: teammates have been the biggest driver. Like you know, I, I made, so I was calling the game um, mm-hmm. from under the six p. r. box on the weekend, and I was watching you in the last quarter, and it was post seven hundred, and you were like you were at a post play, so yeah, down long long down line play, and you were fighting your opponent, working your ass off late in the last quarter. I would have to say, from external, it's your work rate. Is mm. it not your work rate that's got you there? Isn't that, isn't that what it is? That's how you've built your game. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not by all, kicking goals. You don't nah, build your nah, game on golf. No, no.
4: Well, I think the biggest thing back in the day, which Peter just got ringing in my ear, was like, theory is if you get to as many contests as you can, you're going to have more opportunities to have the ball in your hand. And if those contests are inside 50, then you're going to kick, have an opportunity to have a strong goal. So, yeah, work rate to get to as many contests as you can. You
0: also, So you also like the old slide... Mark, notice you like to get on the ground and slide for a mark. Oh, pro- the, I'm not quick enough. People. That's probably because I'm
4: <laughs> not quick enough. So, yeah.
1: Uh, Xgreen12. Yeah, this is old, mate.
0: Uh, yeah, not a question, but literally proposed to my now wife with a personal video from JK. Yeah. That was incredible stuff.
1: So if you want to yes. start propose, if anyone needs to propose, Cameo is the place to go. Five K. Very cheap over at uh, Cameo as well. Prowse.com.au.
0: Uh, rate Northampton AFL players at all uh, all
4: time best to worst. <laughs> Oh, um, we got the Northampton Legends now, don't we? We, they, we got nine. Yeah. yeah, we got nine. So best to worst, you don't have to give. Just You're give just us your best, best, best and your worst. To, yeah. Best <laughs> best. I'm gonna have to say, oh, I reckon Harry, Harry Taylor yeah. would have to be the best. Um, a few nice. flags, few yeah. Australians. Worst, he's me good mate, but Liam Anthony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna throw Cooper under the. Nah, bus. no,
4: no, no. Liam, Liam played for North and. Um, he was born in Northampton, but never really played for Northampton. But oh, he's still got a statue.
1: So wow, oh, there you it'd, go. Be, it'd be about, a bit like you with Western Australia and being a Victorian a little bit. Nah, I'm, I'm a Stan Grupe now, mate. Oh my you can't god, be one now? No, that's correct. Excuse me, um, <laughs> I've lived here
0: my entire life, Josh
1: <laughs> James G. Uh, James G. Hossian or James jo Hossian? Don't know.
0: Uh, I robbed your beard me. when you were drunk post 2014. Then you drove. Then drove you to Northbridge. Do you remember?
4: Uh, p- probably not But thank you for that South. <laughs> 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 Me being a tight ass Not getting an Uber well, Ubers probably weren't back then Were they? <laughs> uh, oh,
0: the, what is the longest snap for goal You can do my guess Is 46 metres oh, No
4: Saxon Come on mate I'm not handsy I'm
1: not I'm not. Well, this isn't a 12 year old footy clinic Where they <laughs> ask How long can you kick the ball That'd yeah. be the most yeah. Tell us how far You can yeah. kick yeah. the ball 150 Sorry, metres And they go Wow <laughs> Sorry, oh, Almost is... done You've got Two minutes left <laughs> Um, Nata J23
0: Uh, Who was your favourite Backman pass or present On your own team Or an opponent
4: And why (sighs) Sorry Scott I'm not going to say you But um, Eric McKenzie um, Me and him Battled it out um yeah, as as we were younger over many years and I and I reckon you talk about those players that help you get better. Um he was someone who, yeah, definitely helped me with a lot of those battles over pre-seasons and training sessions and yeah, Eric McKenzie will probably be um probably the one from, from our team. Bray and Ethan.
0: Uh, how many times have you been mixed up with Josh P. Kennedy?
4: <laughs> Plenty of times. Plenty of times. Are people
0: happy or disappointed? Are you
4: Josh J. Kennedy? I'm Josh J. Kennedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, there's plenty of times we mixed up. Um, phone calls go on to Grandma um, from people saying like, oh, Josh has hurt himself so she'd ring me um, and everything. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Nice. Like, So little things like that. But probably the biggest thing was Grandma sometimes would also ring me and go like, oh, you did so well in the Brownlow medal the other night. <laughs> oh, that's <so> cute. <laughs> Whereas I didn't get any points. Like, That's great. <laughs> Bray, Loveridge. Last question:
0: Did the waffle supply a private jet for you to get up to Northampton on the weekend?
4: No, they should have buy your own way up there, did you? Yeah, of course.
1: I said, that was a good, that was a good initiative by are you. Why
4: plan- are you making me have to be a toy-ass? No, I'm talking no, about this, this cab. I'm just hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! You just go. Oh, did you buy your own way up there? Did you? I was just wondering. As if, like, what? Uh, how else am I going to
1: get up there? I love that you're so prickly, which means we're probably <laughs> around the money. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's touching. Us um, well. mate, I know you're going to be out of here. You got to grab your kids. You're a family man. We appreciate your time. Um, sort those fingers out, mate. Honestly, scary. Wear <laughs> scary, scary some gloves. Things. Um, I will finish on. So, thank you, mate. No worries. Thank um, you. Mother's Day coming up. If you haven't bought your mum a present, we got we got the lot here. We got. Coffee from Margaret River at Roasting Co. You can you can get a nice little discount code over at Patreon for all of this. So sign up to be a patron on backchatpodcast.com.au. So Margaret River Roasting Co. Coffee. Your mum likes drinking. Get her a whiskey. Whip a whip a snap of whiskey. Josh Kennedy's nodding his head. He likes a bit of that. If you like if you think flowers are the way to go on Mother's Day, which they bloody Probably are. are. Yep. Fox and rabbit, free delivery patreon Kenneth is about to sign up right now he's getting a little bit excited (laughs) and if none of that floats your boat and you you can't buy a present buy a cameo these are all supporters of the podcast here josh Mm. and you know and and then finally if none of those work maybe just put a bet on it for her blue bet just put a bet on for her make her a bit of money and send her the money by that blue bet thank you very much they are sponsors we love it backchatpodcast.com.au you can find us on social backchat double underscore on instagram twitter tiktok YouTube, you know where to find us. Just look up Backchat. Probably look up Josh Kennedy. Probably going to blow up, I'd say so. And that's, it. that's just about it. Bye, oh, Josh. Cheers.
2: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.